What's going on, Steve? How you doing? Good. How's it going? We're back. It's weird. Don't ask me that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't think you ask me that usually. I do. I just don't care. Like it's it's kind of rhetorical. I say it just to say it. Yeah, I almost say the same thing every time when someone asks me that. Like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, good. How are you? Now, and then I don't listen. <laughs> more often than not, I do genuinely care. If I say, hey, what's going on? How you feeling? I'm waiting for an answer. A lot of people don't think that though. So people <laughs> say whatever bullshit, and I'm like. Yeah, like, oh, okay. That sounds fake. That sounds made up. You really have a fucking, you know, ward on your ass? Like, that's weird. Why would you tell me that? There's that thing, too, like, when you go into autopilot and you just automatically answer and people always like, you too, and then it's something real dumb, like, how was your food? You too. Um, Like, I did that at work the other day, hanging up a call. I was like... Uh, what the lady said, she said something to the effect of like, have a good weekend, but it wasn't that, but in my mind it was that. So I say you too, but whatever she said, it was not a you too answer. Yeah. I, I was hate like, when I do fuck. It. It, it, it happens at work where I work with other countries and they'll say like, good morning. And I'm like, good morning. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's evening there. <laughs> so I have that issue with people like Europe and, and in California between those two. It's like, you know, good morning. They'll say good morning to me, and I'll say good morning back. And I'm like, yeah, but it's afternoon for you, aren't you know, right? And I'm like, yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm still going to say morning because I just woke up. So what's up? But uh, I got an update on the mouse. <clears throat> so the exterminator came out. All he did was set out two traps. Like, pitch. Like, I could have did that. <laughs> like, you're not getting paid for this. You know that, right? Like, and and I'm gonna fuck you up if you try to like, you know, collect money. So he comes in, he puts down two traps. No no luck. Whatever fucking bullshit bait that he put on there, trash. No luck. So my wife goes out and gets some Milky Way bars, and <laughs> she put them on the trap. Less than an hour later, she goes up. She's like, all right, I'm going to go up, hop in the shower, get ready for work. I hear it in some wiggling around. Damn. So we, we had a couple different traps, though. We had a live trap, and then we had the, you know, it's the end trap. <laughs> I thought it was a live trap because I'm like, where I hear the noise. Where the fuck is it? Is it? And I was like, the live trap isn't triggered. And the Snapchat was under the sink. I was like, oh, shit. Sophie comes in. She's excited. She's like, I want to see because she's a weirdo. And Sarah comes downstairs. And she's like, did we get it? I was like, yeah, yeah, we got it. She opens up the the cabinet under the sink. And she's like, I think it's still alive because it's looking at me. It's like, I'm pretty sure it's neck. It's it snapped its neck. So that's not. You're looking at its soul leave its body right now. That's what you're looking at. So, Sarah, my hero, collected the mouse and threw it out. Because I don't fuck with rodents. Sophie wants a fucking hamster. I said, fuck off, you'll get an alligator first. We're not doing rodents in this home. I don't do rodents. So, the mouse is gone. We're going to put the traps down here just to be safe to check, double check, make sure these motherfuckers are gone. Because I think it was only the one. So, so far, so good. But try some Milky Way if your motherfuckers show back up. But it sounds like, it sounds like 
you intimidate him. Put enough yeah, out so there. I'm bounced. the same way. Do not like that. I saw a mouse in my house when I we just have had one, and it came, and then it was like a month later before I ever saw it again. So I went overboard, and I think there's like 18 traps and. <laughs> So at first I got those live ones too. We also makes it so you don't even have to see it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, these don't work because nothing happened. But then I put the old school ones. But I, I was using cheese. It never caught anything. But yeah, as we were talking off air, like maybe he's like, yo, I'm not coming. I'm not welcome here because there's eight. I mean, we're talking. You still in the house? No. They're all on the first floor. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. If he, if I ever see him again, and not one of those traps catch him then this is the smartest like he knows what's up <laughs> so do you, was it like a bigger mouse no it was a real small because hmm. he can fit he fit under like the cabinet well not like mouse. a rat like i'm talking no, about like, like real like i'm shocked he where the cabinets are there's a thin crack i saw him run under that no oh, yeah they like, can the they can fit under, fit under that? <laughs> they can fit in a lot of small spaces but yeah it's pretty small um because sarah was saying with ours because we put sticky traps out and put bait and everything she was like, well, he's fucking smart. Probably fucking smell the, the sticky trap. And he was like, fuck that. Yeah. Also, I heard my, my manager, she grew up on the farm. And she was like, they've put sticky traps out and caught mice and rats on a sticky trap. And they will chew their foot off. Oh. I was like, damn. So I was like, maybe the sticky trap isn't the best move. But maybe it's a little bit more hilarious because now you got a fucking mouse running around. Look, you know, we call him hip hop, just like bobbing around like <laughs> tripod. <laughs> fuck that dude. Like, uh, man, fuck mice. So yeah, the motherfucker's dead, dead as shit, son. Like snapped his neck like a motherfucker. Yeah, those the trap, the snap traps. Those things are. Uh, it's funny because, um, luckily for me, I generally wear my shoes all the time. Mm. I've had it go off near me, thank God. So, fortunately, the snap traps we had were where we wouldn't be walking anyway, like our feet wouldn't be. Because, I don't know if you notice in my household, I know you don't because you keep your shoes on when you come in, but we take our shoes off when we come in. Because, you know, you know, people step in shit. I don't want <laughs> shit in my home. So, which is very confusing because with jiu-jitsu... When you leave the mat to go to the bathroom, you put your shoes back on to go into the bathroom. So when I'm at home, I don't have my shoes on. I'm like, I got to go pee, but I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm conflicted. Do I put my shoes on just to go pee? Or do I walk in the bathroom <laughs> without my shoes on? Well, Confused. I see that at the gym where someone comes out of the shower, but they go pee. But, I mean, you know, men's yeah. bathroom is that shit yeah. full of pee on the floor. It just grosses me out. So... I remember being at the competition up the street, and this was the first time I competed. And I don't know what, like, in my head, I know the rules. I've been training for a couple years at this point. And I'm going to the bathroom, and I don't, I, I had my shoes in my hand. And I was like, why am I walking over here as if I'm about to go in the bathroom without my shoes on? And I, like, put them down. I was like, why, why am I walking around on the surface here where other motherfuckers are walking around with their shoes on? Cause that's another thing that bugs me at the gym. It's like, go into the bathroom with your shoes on, but I see people walk along the hallways without shoes on. And it's like that's really no different because if I go in the bathroom with my shoes on, then I come back out into that hallway. That shit that I tracked out of the bathroom is now in the hallway on the floors. Like 
I, I know I'm one of the only people that when I go to step onto the mat, I walk all the way to the mat with my, my slides on. I bow, slide them off, walk onto the mat. When I go to get a drink, I step off, put them back on, bow, go get my drink, you know, all that shit. I'm like, I don't know. Shit is nasty, man. I need a new hobby. Like where feet ain't involved. Then motherfuckers want to talk about leg locks and foot locks. It's like, man, ew. Why you playing with my feet, dog? Shit is nasty. I don't know what it is, but I've seen on like viral videos of like some kind of Japanese thing where people put their feet in and it like washes it real quick and then there's some kind of contraption. You then put your sock on and then your shoe and it's like sterilizes I've seen that. you. It's like I've seen what, that. What is this thing? This shit is wild and I feel like excessive. Yeah, it looks very excessive, but at the same time, I was like, man, they clean as fuck over there. Yeah, I mean. I mean, mm, I don't know what it's doing. I was about to say something horrible. So Are other people like, sticking their feet in there? Man, and I, won't, I don't trust it. Mm-hmm. Where's the water go after? Yeah, it's like, what's going on here? Is this water purified? <laughs> like, I need to know. I need answers. Um, So I just drank that beer. It grew on me. That first sip was wild. Yeah, I was going to say, first drink, I was like, ugh, because it's. A lot going on. <laughs> yeah. It's but, one of those beers that tastes like there's like some spices. Yeah, um, for sure. It's supposed to have cranberry, orange peel, cinnamon, and nutmeg. I didn't taste it, none of that. I mean, I wouldn't say nutmeg, but there's some kind of spices going on. Um, but yeah, all, all of today's beers will be Christmas themed. This one's called Merry Monkey. And it's by Victory, which is in Pennsylvania. I think we did one Victory. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, just a Belgian pale ale with these Christmas flavors. I don't get the Christmas flavors. I get, like, it tastes to me like one of those European bitters we did that had a lot going on. I have one last sip. It tastes fine to me. Like, at first, again, that first that first sip was kind of kind of wild. I did get cranberry at the beginning. Then it's just spices. Like, uh, <laughs> random spices to me. Y'all motherfuckers are super tasters. I'm not. I just, they, like, I'm there for purpose. I don't taste cinnamon. I don't taste orange peel. <laughs> eh, whatever. Um, but it's 10%. Well, fuck. All right. You're winning. <laughs> and, and I agree, though. Like, first, the more I drank it, the more I liked it. It was kind of like I didn't yeah. like it. And then it was like, by the end, I was like, oh, now I'm kind of used to it. I kind of like it. And I wish I had more. <laughs> Once, Yeah, I got to the last sip and I was like, damn. Ah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So... Dang, there's something to be said to that. It grows on because it probably yeah. wasn't good to us too because we don't typically drink beers like this, so it's a little shocking. Yeah, more than likely. What would you rate this? Let me give it a six, eight. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Maybe if we had another one, it would creeped into the sevens. Yeah, it was uh, going up. Like I, I actually brought it down from a seven two because I was like, that first taste caught me off guard. I was a little rattled, but I'm gonna go six eight too. Huh, solid. We we in line. I, I like where this episode is I already have, going. Oh, there's a little bit left. Do you want it? Uh, let's split it. Christmas time. Uh, we share. We, we sharing we is caring. There we go. Oh, cheers. Oh yeah, I like when we do the shot. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Six nine. <laughs> yeah, take it up. Take it up one. That last taste was good. <laughs> now have another. First ever got. Two points higher. Well, at least I, I don't have to do the math when we uh, Easy, easy peasy. Um, so what was I going to say? Um, real quick before we jump to these games, because we got some big news. I'm, I, I feel like the first game we should discuss is this big victory up north. A massive victory. Um, someone moved out of the basement. 
Yeah. Yeah. Up up north. It, I don't know it, if that's good. Well, this year nah. I do think it's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's like, how are you going to get number one this year? Trash, yeah. It, it's a rough draft. But um, so I, I went up to Newmarket to see my buddies over at Nerd Rage Radio. And I got a blanket, a Nerd Rage blanket, which is fucking cozy as hell. I love it. And my daughter, well, my buddy Bobby, his daughter, kept trying to snatch the blanket from me. And then my daughter, they're both the same age. I get home. She's trying to snatch a blanket from me. It's a really nice blanket. So really, really fucking nice. But we recorded a little bit. And, you know, uh, so a situation happened um, here in Maryland. I don't know if you heard about the double homicide and then suicide as well. Uh, in Columbia? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, kind of, he asked if we were going to discuss that on the show. I was like, maybe. I don't know. It, it, it's a little, it's, it's a little much. Like, we're, we're kind of a lighthearted group here. We talk about beers and I cuss a lot. And also, when Sarah sent me the video initially, I saw that shit. I actually oh, had yeah, a, did the live video. I did see that. I had a panic attack. And she was like, why? And I was like, oh, because I, Fuck, somebody's about to fucking kill someone. I mean, I get it. The situation was, you know, it, it's just all of it is a horrible mess. Not justifying what he did. I, I you know, I don't know. I wasn't yeah, there. It's not justified. But, there was a lot of comments too, like justifying. But I mean, no. I, I think the point of the comments was there is a lot of women that take advantage of men in these situations, not realizing how much it affects them. Yeah, yeah. And and the thing is, again. I mean, you know, the accusations were that he had done something to his children. And I don't know if that's true or not. I'm, you know, but it's like if it's not and they're doing that, that's fucking terrible. Again, not saying he was right in what he did, but they fucking come on, y'all. Yeah, the divorce, divorces get crazy over custody and like ugly things turn ugly. When it's a disagreement and then things start getting made up or people do what they can to get what they want. But ultimately, it's not what you want in a way. You ha- you both had the kid. You, As hard as it is, you have to give up something and compromise. Yeah. There was a, a movie I watched back in October. I believe it's called Custody. I believe. No, 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 no. It, it, it has something to do with uh, child custody, though. It was a horror movie. And... The father was an artist, like a comic book artist, an inker, actually. So he traces. That's all he does. He traces. And the mom was wealthy. She she worked. She was well off uh, vocationally and everything. And it turned to this very ugly uh, battle for custody of the child. And she's like, basically, I'm taking the kid and I'm moving out of the country. It, it was, I don't know. I just feel like, dude, what the fuck? Because it wasn't like she was moving out of the country for work. She was being spiteful for for the sake of the character. Shit like that just drives me crazy. It's like and lost. Yeah, I was going to say that reminds me of Michael. Yeah. Because that situation was, I mean, she had a better life. Yes. She could move. And it, it is weird because it's like what was best for Michael was probably to go live with the mom there. It sucks for him, but it's like. That yeah. kind of situation's more. It's difficult. It's like he's gonna be more well off with the mom, probably. And yeah, it, it's a it's a tough, tough 
discussion. It's be tough for the dad. Yeah, because yeah. you can't have a 50-50 custody or <laughs> yeah. obviously. They, like, spend the weekends. Well, he's in Australia, so it's going to take a weekend to fly home. But, you know, it, it's just wild, um, the whole thing. But so that's our spill on that. <laughs> Maybe pull out better and don't have. Well, no, they're married, I guess. Well, the first couple. Well, I think he was married both times. Like the ex-wife and then the other one was the ex-wife. Um, then one was pregnant. The other, he had two children who were actually in the car uh, when he went and did this. Oh, yeah. I remember that. So that's. That video is wild how it ended. Like, there she is now. I think that's what got me. Because, you know, he's talking. Cool. He's like, oh, there's my ex-wife right now. Yep. It's your time. You know, it's like, what? And it clicked off. Um, but, you know, that also, you know, in mentioning Colompton there, got, got you know, some at least follows on Instagram. I don't know if that's going to translate to our listens. But I was like, all right, cool. You know, so I just wanted to mention that. It was a good time. We had pizza recorded, uh, you know, cracked some jokes. Fun times, always fun times up there. So, and let's go ahead and hop on to the NFL Week 15 train. And yeah, this is the Week 15 that's not gonna end. We're going into Tuesday as of now. Yeah. With Washington, with Washington's missing 20 players right now. On Jesus. COVID. And in fact, they might not have a quarterback. They just signed someone off New England's uh, practice squad. I was hoping they'd just bring RD3 back for a game. Might as well. I mean, you know. All right, old times. He's chilling. <laughs> oh, he's definitely free, but he's been bad-mouthing Washington lately, so I don't yeah. think that was going to happen. Yeah, it'd be all right. Yeah, let's th- – we got to mention Thursday night because that was Chiefs and Chargers, and Chargers – It's you know, a fun game. Great game. It went into overtime. Um, Chiefs tied it up late. They kicked the extra point to bring it into overtime. That's an important note. An Remember important that. Note too. Remember Patrick Mahomes, elite, elite quarterback. Elite. Kelsey, elite. You guys here in Baltimore know that elite. You know that word. And we have uh, one of the most elite receivers, fast. You know, they chose to kick the extra point though, going to overtime. What the they do? Conversions what, are tough. What did they do in <laughs> overtime? Then they got the ball and they won the game. Oh, holy shit. They they went to overtime and they won. So they scored last. They did have the momentum. You know, the momentum yeah. in your favor, you might want to carry that over into overtime. That's a fact. And the, that two-point conversion, you know, condensed field, it's kind of tough. You got one play and the game's over if you don't get Very it. Very tough. <laughs> Very tough. So, hmm. It's funny. Funny how that works. So you kick the extra yeah. point, go to overtime. Oh, and then you got the momentum. You went. Oh, my God. Who would have ever thought? But, yeah. Otherwise, great game. Uh, it was weird. Chiefs, I think their defense started off super strong, and Herbert came back and looked like Chiefs. Chargers were dominating at one point, and then Chiefs came back. And now the just real quick, the are the Chiefs? Where are they? Yeah, they're number one. They're tops. Yep. So Chiefs, as much as we were like, are they not good anymore? At the beginning of the season, they're now the number one team in the AFC. <laughs> I mean NFL week to week, so. The last three weeks, we've had a different number one in the AFC. Yeah. It's, you know, after this point in the season, I mean, things are going to change drastically in the next few weeks. But, yeah. Um, 
Props <clears throat> to the Chiefs. Now they're number one. Pe- people were like kind of talking about them falling off this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you know they they had a stumble, but here we are. And their defense is playing great. They didn't so much versus the Chargers as they had been, but the Chargers are in the playoffs. Yeah. What else we got? Um, scores. So there's, there's a, so many games I haven't played yet. There, there's a big game up north that that really mattered. Yes, so we have a team no longer in the basement. Congratulations. Yo, the motherfucking it's still a Lions. Wild ass record now. Yo, what is it, it two eleven and, and one? one? Yeah, two eleven and one. What's wild is they they went wins. and smacked one of the top teams in the NFC. Yeah, destroyed them. I, I looked up. I saw seventeen zero. And my nipples got hard. I didn't know how to feel. That was it was weird. What was the final on that? Thirty to thirteen? Thirty to twelve. Thir- oh, sorry, I didn't mean to give that extra point. Yeah. Baltimore could have so, used that extra point. Yeah, just looking real quick, Detroit, I mean, golf had a great game. Three touchdowns. Again, if he if he can be the man, you're gonna be good. Man, who's this? I don't even know who this guy is. Reynolds. Craig Reynolds. Yeah. Okay, um, Craig. <laughs> Adam Adam Chef Sheffer brought him up last week before the game and everyone else went and picked up this other player for the Lions. Oh, the one, oh, I think, yeah. I picked him, the dude up the other week that... Yeah, and Reynolds, big, yeah. Reynolds was the one who ended up showing off. I think he got 80 last week and then this week 112 where the players dwell. Yeah, and this, the St. Brown guy did pretty good, 90 yeah. yards and a touchdown. He's, he's been good... Considering, I mean, they have no one. <laughs> well, I mean, he doesn't have a choice. So, yeah. I mean, good for the Lions. A, yeah, so that puts, you know, I think the Cardinals would still probably be number one, if I'm remembering correctly. In the NFC? Yeah. No. No, Green Bay now is now a half game ahead. And now Tampa Bay, depending on what they do. So that, yeah, that dropped Arizona to 10-4. and four. That puts them at for number four. Tied with Dallas as number three. Tampa Bay playing right now is ten and three, and then Green Bay now they won eleven and three. Right. well, you the know, wild card is the Rams, San Francisco, and Washington. I think the Rams and Washington both haven't played yet. Yeah, San Francisco won, so this helps their cause. Yeah. Um, then what well, we had uh, was that Baltimore game in Baltimore? Yep. Even better. So. Baltimore Green Bay, and it was our game of the week. Um, we had a little, a lot of traffic on TikTok of votes, and the TikTok voters have been right. So I feel like, because I've been wanting to, you know, sports betting got legalized, and the first sports book in Maryland's at uh, the National Harbor Casino, MGM. So I'd like to just watch, like, the 1 o'clock game very soon. But I was like, I want to just place a bet for the TikTok, because our Instagram voters is definitely biased. <laughs> We had all the Ravens fans pick the Ravens. <laughs> of course. And then all the non-Ravens fans pick back. <laughs> we know who y'all are. Um, but yeah, we, we the TikTok votes have been right every week. Um, so we'll place a bet next week. Maybe they'll win us some money. Mm, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that was a huge game. Um, close game. Packers were dominating. I want to say, four, yeah, Ravens scored 14 points with about five minutes left. 13 points, sorry. <laughs> yeah, relax. Let's bring that down so, a notch. I mean, they get the Packers to go three and out after they score, have a great drive. Huntley, by the way, I want yeah. for Washington. Like, whenever his contract's up, he's probably, I think he'll have a 
chance to compete for a starting job. He's pretty good. Um, He's got a good arm. He runs well. He's not Lamar speed, but he ran for a lot of yards that game. I mean, that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, people are thinking, oh, well, Lamar's down. You know, Ravens might stumble a little bit. I mean, they're not losing because of Huntley. No, and and I want to say just with him, I mean, he had a great game. He had two touchdowns, no picks, um, only 215. But, I mean, Ravens don't have a receiver, legit receiver. Brown is good, but he's a speed guy. He's a number two, maybe a three on most other teams. And Mark Andrews is a great tight end, but when that's all you got, you can double team a tight end. Um, Yeah. He's no running backs right now, obviously, with a lot of injured. But so, yeah, I mean, Huntley also had two rushing touchdowns and 73 yards rushing. Yeah, so that, that's QB sneak at like the a end. Damn Lamar Jackson type stat line. <laughs> the way that he ran that QB sneak at the end was masterful. So, so. I mean, he was the whole freaking offense, which is how Lamar is. Um, but yeah, they tie the game up. There's still 40 seconds left, which Aaron Rodgers, you know, that still could be enough time. They had only had one timeout. But as we discussed, and most of my friends would agree, we talked about this game with, is you go for an extra point. Um, yeah. Kansas City did it. Yeah, I mean, again, Kansas City is elite offense, and they're going to take their chance in overtime because the chance of getting a two-point conversion is much less than 50%. Um, the Ravens, we looked up, are at 28% of converting two-point conversions this year. I mean, so you got to play your team's percentage, the percentage overall, and then... Also factor in the momentum. I mean, so I will taking the extra point <clears throat> or going for two doesn't give effect that in terms of Rodgers getting in field goal range. That doesn't impact that. But he still that's going to be the same. But it still to me gives you a higher percent to win because you could potentially get the ball first in overtime, and you have Justin Tucker who you could get further away than most teams and at least kick a field goal. But also the, all the momentum's there. So with the momentum, though, that could be also part of the decision-making. It's like, well, we've got momentum. You know, go for the two. I mean, that's kind of a, a, a double-edged sword there to some degree. But I think statistically, just fucking go for the kick. Because Tucker isn't going to miss the extra I mean, point. It's also like a, it's kind of not a complete miracle comeback, but it's a big comeback. It's, yeah. The chances of that comeback is rare. Well, they did it against... Who did they play? The Colts. Well, the Ravens did the two-point thing versus the Steelers. And, and left. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, no, they did against the Colts, though. So they came back, went to overtime. Oh, yeah. And, they and put it in overtime. Yeah. And then that momentum, I, I think they had to go for two to get to overtime, though. Okay. And, you know, still, they got to overtime, and, you know, they still ended up winning. That momentum was heavy. And it's like, now I think... At this point, they're like, well, no, you know, we got to go for two. That's all. Not an argument, but just kind of someone posted on Facebook, um, you know, the offensive coordinator should be held accountable for this. And then someone was like, well, the head coach has the final say. So it's really on him. And it's like, well, I mean, either way it goes, it's fucking stupid. To, to me, too, where some people say you have confidence in your team to get to two. To me, if I think my team is the better team, I want it to go in overtime. Because I think in the long run, my team, if I truly think they're better, we're going to come out ahead in a game. I don't want to risk it on one play. 
But if I think I'm the inferior team, then maybe that's when I do it. Like, I'm on the Detroit Lions playing mm. one of the best teams in the league. Then maybe we go for two because I don't like my chances as much in overtime. So, well, to me, if you're going for two like that, it shows a little lack of confidence of your team. So, in <laughs> college, you play it out. you'll see, like, lower-ranked teams. You know, they're just happy to be in a, you know, competitive competitive game against a top-ranked team. So they'll go for the two. Yeah. If, like, if I fuck think it. I'm the lower team and I'm like in this game and I shouldn't be, then we're yeah. going for two. To it's me, like, if, I'm the, go. if I feel like we're a better team, in the long run, we're going to come out ahead. So let's put it into another quarter. Regardless, yeah. the Ravens now have lost two games going for two. One was a division game, huge. I think that dropped them significantly down. But also the rest of the schedule next week is the Bengals who won today. That would be for first place. If the, the Bengals might be in first place right now. Let me look. Um, hmm. I think they're the same record. Hmm. I, yes. The Bengals are. That loss today put the Bengals into the playoffs and took. What the fuck just fell over? Casper oh, the no. The fucking figures over there. Fucking cocksuckers. That loss put the Ravens out of the playoffs. What? Yeah. That's wild. They're now Buffalo's the last seed. Oh, I wish playoffs started next week. Ah, <laughs> uh. yeah, and all the games left. There's Baltimore will be out of the playoffs this week, as of this week. And That's Cleveland wild. hasn't played yet. If they win, they will be tied in that division, all at eight and six. And then Pittsburgh's seven and six, and they will play the Ravens. So the Ravens' next game is the Bengals. So that'll be for first place in the division. Then they play the Rams. That's, that that can go either way. Maybe the best team in the NFC. <laughs> then who do they close out and with? And then they close with Pittsburgh. Mm. <laughs> and that, that last one's in Baltimore, though, right? Yep. Rams are Baltimore, too. So mm. I'm guessing Cincinnati's probably in Cincinnati. Yeah, that one's because Cincinnati came down to Baltimore and thumped them. Oh, yeah, and they beat them. So the Ravens are now 1-3 in the division. They're mm. not looking too hot. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's... And over two games with two conversions, mm. that might haunt them. Yeah, an easy potential ten and six to an eight and six. You know? Oh well. All right, that's three games. We got one more. Who's who played today? Dallas played the Giants, right? Yeah, they won. Uh, that's not important. Uh, and the Bucks are playing right now, and they're they're losing six to zero. Um, in the third, so you know Tom Brady becomes a buck and can't beat the Saints all of a sudden. It's kind of crazy. Oh, well, I mean, I mean the Steelers beat the Titans, big win for them. Yeah, yeah. Because um, again, that puts the Steelers a half game back. So now that division is insane. Top to bottom is a half game apart. <laughs> yeah, it, that is that is a fact. And I'm loving every bit of it though. Yeah, AFC so. North. So I mean, any of those teams went out and they're in. Ravens are still good. They really have to beat the Bengals and the Steelers. Yeah. The Rams won't matter probably because it's going to – if they can get the wins over those other teams. Man, that's, but the Rams is a tough game in between all that. I mean, yeah, all three of those games are tough games. So they could conceivably lose these last three. I don't see it happening, but it could happen. Yeah. That's just wild. Yeah, that's those games. I mean, imagine though – the Ravens-Steelers to end the year. 
and that's for the playoffs. <laughs> that's just going to be ridiculous. Somebody going to get that, killed. Yeah, that environment's going to be insane. I wouldn't want to be there. I, I would legit be terrified. I've been thinking about, too, is COVID, you know, spiking up like crazy. Like, what a shame that would be if they make it so fans can't go to that game. Because <laughs> I, I mean, have a bad feeling it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's NFL. It's wild. We have a bunch of games that haven't been played yet. We have the four, I think, two Monday night games and two Tuesdays. Yeah, so I've I've been kind of out of the loop the last couple of days. I didn't even know Washington's playing on Tuesday, and I mean they're missing everyone. The whole D line. They're missing both quarterbacks as of now. There's a chance they could play. Um, that's a must win. That's versus the Eagles. Must win game for either both teams. Uh, hmm. Two the Raiders play Cleveland at five o'clock tomorrow. I believe it's a weird time. That's goofy. Is it really weird? Yeah. Five o'clock, so Vegas time. It's like three o'clock on a Monday or something, I believe. Uh, are they? It might be. I think they're two hours behind in Vegas. Two. I believe so. If not three. I feel like three. It, it's one or the other. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Monday. It's no different. Football at uh, two or three in the afternoon. And it's <laughs> fucking goofy, but run with it, baby. Vikings play the Bears at eight. Eh, nobody so cares. Yeah. I mean, I want. Yeah. No. One, that's not a great game. Seahawks versus Rams. I want the Rams to win that game. Yeah, that um, that would be nice. But so yeah, that's on Tuesday. So it'll be two Tuesday games, and they're both at seven o'clock. So that's fucked up. Bonkers. Um, all right. So I we we didn't pour the other beer. This this would be the point where we talk about the other beer. So um, while you prep that, let's uh, I, I'm gonna go ahead and kind of fast forward to one of the jackasses of the week which we just kind of went into it a little bit. Uh, the Ravens or Harbaugh, whichever one. I mean, it's the coach's decision. We always let Lamar pick when they go for two. Oh, sorry. Oh, Jesus H. Christ. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That looks kind of thick. Dante saw the colors like, nah. Yeah, I'm, I'm already against this beer. This this is already about to get a four. So you got uh, those Clorox wipes over there. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, not. Nah, I got him. I got him. I got to talk to the microphone. I got to let people know I got I'll him. I'll start explaining this beer. So Christmas themed again. What's funny is because I just went to Guinness Brewery for a Christmas party. Then I actually went, kind of a, a visitor from out of town that kind of like as a company I work with as well visited for happy hour, which was really fun. Um, we met up with him. So he's a Packers fan. Or from Green Bay, and went to in town because his daughter lives in this area, but also wanted to see the Packers play the Ravens. So damn, they had a great day today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we went to Guinness again. Who's a Packers fan? Sounds like a bandwagon guy. No, he lives from Green Bay. Not so. sure. Whatever. No, actually, he's a Rams fan. He's Stafford. He likes Stafford a lot. Hmm. Um, okay. Like him already. <laughs> and uh, good beer. Uh, did it talk a little bit of our podcast? Very interesting. What's and that? might actually send us beers to review. I'm in. Yeah, so very nice guy. But I've been trying a lot of beers at Guinness, have not tried this. Um, so this one, while it is Guinness, as we know, hmm. Baltimore it's got that factory thick smell. of Guinness, you know? Yeah. But this is specifically from Baltimore. Um, so it's a gingerbread spout. I can tell. <sighs> you dove right in. Huh. 
I'm, I'm not. I'm not hating it. Mm, okay. So, you, yeah, you weren't as big a fan of the Guinness as I was. But, so this is a gingerbread stout from Guinness. Um, 6%, so not terrible percentage. Just tastes like a, just um, tastes like Guinness to me. So it tastes like Guinness. supposed to have allspice, ginger, nutmeg, and cinnamon. I definitely get I, the ginger. Yeah. Um, almost to me more than ginger. Uh, it does taste like a gingerbread cookie, but more it kind of lingers in my mouth. Mm. I'd say you should never ever say linger in my mouth like ginger, that on air. Ale. That, that just sounds really suspect on me. You know what's wild is I love ginger ale, but like ginger on stuff I don't like so much. I don't think there's ginger in ginger ale. Yeah, oh, there's not here. Because yeah. it's funny as people always say like, drink yeah. some ginger ale because ginger is good for you. And like, there's no yeah, there, there's no ginger in that motherfucker. What are you like talking about? You dumb fucks. Yeah, it is wild how that's still recommended to this day when you feel nauseous. And for some reason, I, I think it's that mind over matter thing. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, this ginger ale make me feel better. You're it, just drinking some syrup. It's just me justifying <laughs> drinking soda. That's all that is. Like if you told me a beer would make me feel better, I'm in. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't dislike this, actually. Yeah, this I almost feel some people would definitely like this a bit more than regular Guinness. This actually feels like a smoother Guinness. It's got a little sweetness to it. Uh, yeah, it's not bitter. You know, it, it, it's... It's 6%, which is stronger than Guinness. Yeah. Hmm. Um, what'd you go up this one? And it, it's from our local one, Baltimore. I'm going to give this a 6.5. Like, I feel like I want to give it more. Let me finish this up. I might go higher. This is Christmas time, sort of. We've been this is the season that, of giving. Point later, extra later. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually digging this. I don't like the smell. I don't I like the smell. look. It's yeah. This looks worse than Guinness. Like Guinness yeah. is a dark, but it's like a foamy, looks creamy. This straight looks like motor oil. Yeah, I saw this motherfucker pour out, and I was like, mm, nope. This looks like some flat coke. Yep. That's been sitting for it looks a real rough. long time. There is no head. Hmm. Well, we all like heads. It's already a loss I mean, right there. Yeah. But, nah, so I like it. Six five right now. Six um, five for now. But let me finish this up. I'm I'm almost done. That six percent is a nice. It's a nice percent because it's of a little how bonus. smooth it is. It's like, yeah. oh, we're about to be done. And yeah, this is. I think we're gonna get it kicked in. This is decent. I'm, like, yeah, I'm definitely gonna raise the number for this because this is something I. It's like I wouldn't buy it. But I would be mad if it was in the fridge. You know, if, like, I got it just to have on hand. Yeah, I'm thinking, too, like, if you were at Guinness, you're trying different beers. You're going to like but, this one. Yeah. I, I dig it. I'm going to go six, six, six. Bump me up six, seven. All right. I like this. There you go. I'm not... Another easy one to do math. Oh, I have to break out the calculator. Yeah. All right. So uh, there's some boxing that went on this weekend. Yeah. We I forgot think. about it. Well, because last time it was on a Sunday, I think. Yeah, it was. So I think that's part of why I forgot. So it's kind of funny. We talked about Logan quite a bit. Um, again, mm-hmm. I sort of like him just because he, I, he's a self-made guy and he, I, I think he's an asshole, but he also owns up to being, I think he's well aware that he's an asshole. So, I don't know, though, that he's really an asshole, though. I mean... I mean, he likes to push buttons. I he mean, likes to push buttons, but it's also kind of in the arena of, 
you know, like with the fighters, like with Dana White, even he, he made a statement after the fight in the press conference was like, so the thing is about his statement, though, it's like, OK, yeah, sure. In boxing, you're a boxer that we're not taking that away from you. You are a boxer. A lot of these MMA fighters are not boxers. They think they're boxers because they're fighters. They, the smart ones know I'm not a boxer. Um, but he's like, you know, he's saying to Dana White, send any of your guys, send Usman, send Nate, send, you know, I'll, I'll you know, I'll embarrass any of them. And he more than likely would. But <laughs> it's like boxing versus, again, grappling, like just MMA, grappling, kicks, everything. That's a different world. Now, he has recently said that, you know, he talked with Khabib's people. He was like, you know, he's going to start training with them. He was like, I don't see why I couldn't compete at a high level in MMA as well. I'd like to see it. And if he goes in there, and I think I think, I think, think his brother wrestled. But either way, I mean. Yeah, I mean, they, I think clearly they have some obvious genetics of yeah. their athletes. Yeah, you know. He has usually boxing power. You don't necessarily get better. I mean, you learn to throw a punch the correct way. You're going to gain power from a non-boxer, but you have it or you don't. It's not yeah. boxers have no power, then suddenly they have power later, unless you go do steroids. But I still, hmm. I still wonder about that. He doesn't look like he used steroids, but I'm no. not going to count it out either, though. <laughs> no. Um, but, I mean, he did flatline Tyron Woodley. Yeah, really flatline. Like, like that was I, a, I just watched it and was like. That was a fucking Ooh. corpse. His feet went sideways. I haven't he seen face that planted. In a while. Like he hit the he hit the ground there. Like nope, we don't need to count. And I believe he he did go through with the tattoo, didn't he? To yeah, fight him again. So it was like on on his middle finger uh, for the first. Did he have to get a second one? No, it might have been just that. So he got Basically the. He said, "If you want a rematch, you gotta get my name tattooed on you." So I think that was already a stipulation anyway, because they like because after the first fight, he got the tattoo on his finger, on his middle finger. And I don't know if there's anything on the line for this fight. I don't think so. I think he gave him the second fight. I mean, it was also to fill in for Tyson Fury's yeah. brother. Um, that would have been a more interesting fight. Yeah, I but think so. There was a lot of people picking Woodley. Just like now, Woodley knows what he's up against. He's gonna because he, so, he looked yep. like he rocked him in the first fight for a second, and thought he. I mean, he seemed like he got his feelings hurt. He was gonna come in more prepared, but yeah, damn, he got knocked out. I mean, in. Not just knocked out, but he like like um, Logan, or not Logan, uh, Jake Paul. It kind of it looked like he was going to the body, because Tyron Woodley. Because the first thing I even saw of this it was just like a, a picture, and it was a picture of Tyron Woodley saying, "Why the fuck did I drop my hands?" Well, because you thought he was going to the body, and then he went up top and sent you to the nether nether realm. Yeah, he went <laughs> like, into another world for a little while. Like, that dude was on peyote. That the, he probably woke was like, like, am I back? <laughs> like, yeah, I've come across, I get, I think the older brother has like a podcast, and I've come across it, and he's interesting. Like, I think both of them would be actually be very fun people to hang out with. I'm like, sure they would be. Like, talk about anything down to earth, also down to have fun. Which to me, you know, there's people uptight. We like the more. Let's if you're here to drink, let's drink. Yeah, like just just have a like light like lighten up. Loose. Life's too short. Got to have some fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, do it responsibly, but every once in a while, don't be responsible. I man, think. <laughs> there's a fine line. Yeah. You, you want to be yeah, responsible, you but you got to know where your cutoff is. Like, have a good time, but no calculate it because I've had some good times. And then after it was like, oh boy, that went a little too far. <laughs> now I got a baby. <laughs> uh, no, 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 that, that's that's bullshit. I'm just bullshitting y'all. My wife she and I. Saying, we talked about yes, it here. Yes, like I was rocking it from the back right before a wedding. <laughs> not my wedding, but before a friend's wedding. Damn and and his TMI. That's not TMI. I'm, I'm like, right, well, I maybe. Is the back a better position for that? I don't know. I mean, it was just we were kind of in a rush because we were getting ready for a wedding. <laughs> she was like, oh. she was partly dressed. I was like, let me rock this real quick. <laughs> I was like, all right. Because you don't got to take nothing with us. Just yeah, go. yeah. And then afterward, it was like, all right, cool. Went to the wedding, had a good time. Ran into some old friends. Um, some jawing happened there. I'll tell you off air. I may have already told you before, but. I don't think I know this one. But. The, the, I didn't know it was this time. <laughs> it was, there was a little bit of gum, gum flapping. And it, everything was good. Everything was good. You know, nothing serious. But it was like, come on, dude, relax. We're at a wedding now. Chill. And, you know, all was fun, though. And then, you know, a month later, my wife put a pregnancy test in my hand. And I was like, ew, you peed on this. And I dropped it to the floor. Then I hugged her and said, we're going to be parents. Cool. Hugged her. was very happy. I just, like, had a really bad ankle injury at jiu-jitsu that day. I was supposed to go to lunch with Winter. And Sarah so was like, you might want to cancel that lunch. I didn't. Um, we all went out to Whole Foods, had pizza. And Winter was like, <laughs> like, like, we hadn't told anyone yet. Like, I think the first time that we really said anything was when I asked you to be the godfather at when we're at Second Chance. Because Winter heard, like, what the fuck did I just hear? Um, so, you know, we were just walking around buying vitamins, vitamins, if you will. Um, and Winter's looking like, why the fuck is this bitch buying all these vitamins? Yeah, it's because we want our baby to be strong and healthy. And she is. Your prayers do your vitamins. I don't, I don't, yeah, I, was gonna say, I don't think you do your vitamins, dude. I don't think that's how that goes. So, um, yeah, but that's the story of how my child was conceived. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. I, I still wish, I know it was my birthday for last episode, but I still wish we named the episode your, uh, whatever you were saying, this dirty ball soup. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sometimes it's worth it dude they'll come back like if there's anything i've learned from off the mats you're gonna lose some listeners you're gonna lose a lot of listeners at times you're gonna lose so many listeners that you think maybe i should stop the podcast because i don't have a lot of people listening but then they all come back maybe they don't all come back the ones that you lost but you get new listeners i mean i lost a lot of listeners in india but i picked them back up in germany so shout out Germany. Yeah, what's up, y'all? Well, Germany. Well, wait, Germany's not listening to us, but they still are in yeah, Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, yo, Hawaii. Talk to your German friends, son. I know you got some. <laughs> hey, keep it up, Hawaii. Like, if like, we can keep. It'd be funny if we just blew up in Hawaii. Like, you know, there's like those rock bands in the U. No, like David Hasselhoff. No like, one knew he sung here, but blew up and he's a super big pop star in Germany. <laughs> yeah, and like he was at he was there when they uh, broke down the Berlin Wall. <laughs> he was like huge musically. Like, he's, he's a monster. Like, you know um, him as Knight Rider in Baywatch. <laughs> um, he sings what? <laughs> what was it like Colorado for off the mats? 
I, I finally spoke. Well, I told you last week I spoke with the person. It still doesn't add up, though, because that's just two people. And There's a lot of downloads. Stuff going on. It's fine. There's Make a, us feel good. Yeah, I mean, keep, keep, uh, yeah. Listening my self-esteem boost up oh, yeah. high. Then I went and got trashed and celebrated. <laughs> Fell down the stairs. Yo, I for someone that falls down the stairs a lot, I had too many fucking stairs in this house, yo. Like, I've fallen down the stairs. I've only done it once this year. But when we first moved in this fucking house, I fell down the stairs maybe twice a week. Like, just these stairs here in the basement, the stairs up, you know, going up to the bedrooms, just like the little step up from the living room to the dining room. Like, just randomly slip, fall, boom, 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 boom. She was embarrassing. One time I was actually holding Sophie, but I fell like on my back. And she was like, I was holding her on my chest. And. You know, she's looking like, ooh, <laughs> like, you know, roller coaster around. Like, bitch, I just hurt my back. We fucking having a good time. Fuck you think this is. <sighs> so, yeah, Whitley got flatlined. <laughs> I think he's done with his celebrity boxing career. I mean, mess with those YouTubers. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, and even if he says, well, come see me in MMA, I think they would work him in MMA. I think if they're talking about going to MMA and trying to work their way up the ladder, I think they'll, you know, do well. I, I think once you get to that next level, that next tier in the top ten, it, it's a whole different game. But if yeah, Woodley was like, "Oh, you know, come to MMA," I think they will fuck him up there too. It'll be interesting because Logan was trying to fight someone progressively better. Um, it didn't work out with the Fury, yeah. his brother, because um, that he he is a professional boxer. Now he's not like top tier, but um, no. I mean, he's trying. He said his goal is to keep working up. So. We'll see who fights next. Maybe he picks, you know, I don't think he's ready for, like, anyone champion-level boxing, but I would like to see him fight an actual boxer next. Yeah. I mean, honestly, professional boxer. even if he stayed in the MMA realm and fought Anderson Silva, I'd be in for that. Because Anderson's a very tricky beast. But, yeah, oh, for sure. And, by the way, just thinking about it, though, I mean, he's made this side career of professional fighting sort of without yeah. being a, a true professional like he's making a lot of money off this so yeah he's this will change something down the road mm-hmm. we'll see what it is but he's giving the power a little bit to the fighters of giving yeah. just like look what i can do on my own um and we we talked about uh like if you know connor comes back how he's probably gonna unfairly get a fight he doesn't deserve but it's because he's gonna sell so I can't remember what talk. There was something in talks, kind of a verbal agreement down the line. I cannot remember who it was supposed to be with, though. I know the guy who was the name. It's slipping my mind. Who beat Poirier? Uh, Oliveira. Yeah, he was down to fight Conor. Like, let's make it happen because he knows it's going to be a big payday, too, and probably he'll probably win. <laughs> I mean, Maybe. you know, a fighting champion is a fighting champion, though, too. He's like, I'll take any fight. And, and Conor is that scary name, even though, you know, he's, what, one in – or he's two and three or two and four in his last few fights. And it's like, it's still, you know, a name, though, that people are like, yeah, I'll fight Connor. It's like fighting Ronda Rousey. Like, I'll fight Ronda. Even though it's like Ronda was terrifying. But it's like Ronda was also not going up against the, the girls that they knew could beat Ronda. And the same thing with Connor. It's like, that's a name. He'll take it. It's a payday. He's a fighting champion. But, you know, just in the interest of, you know, fairness, no. It shouldn't. Fuck no. 
Like, and he is actually another jackass of the week that I have on the board here. Uh, just because right after the Oliveira fight, he goes, so what? what's the date for my, ti- uh, for my title fight? It's like, bitch. Is, do they have a ranking for Conor? He's been out for so long. He, last I saw, was, I think, number nine. Right, so he just jumped to number one because he's Conor. Yeah, but but that's how they play that game, though. It's Conor. And he's even serious. Like, they'll let me have whatever fight I want. I was like, yeah, but no. No. Um, yeah, I mean, Nate and Poirier have verbally agreed, so it looks like they might fight in January, though. And let me tell you right now, it's already it's already set the order. And I was like, you know what? I like the fights that were already announced. You add that, it's a guarantee I'm fucking buying it. Because I think uh, there are two title fights. And you add that one on there, I'm in. Sign me up. I think, you know, it'll be a fun fight. I don't really care to watch Nate fight, but I think it'll still be fun. All the same. So, yeah. Um, there's that. So, yeah, Connor's a jackass, as always. And people who, you know, suck on his nuts and idolize him, just not counting his wife, um, you know, that are like, I love Connor. Connor's the reason MMA is big. Mm, no. I mean, if you go through the years. I mean, there were faces of MMA. Whether you were alive or, uh, you know, competent enough to understand as a child. But no, there were faces. I mean, obviously the original was Hoist Gracie. Then you throw Shamrock in there as well and Dan Severn. Those are the OGs. Um, Over time, you get Tank Abbott. Then you, you know, kind of walk down that line a little bit more. You get Frank Shamrock. You get Tito and, and Chuck. Yeah, I was going to say, Liddell was a big popular yeah, one. Yeah, like... In terms of just being a fan favorite. That's when it really became, like, super mainstream. Uh, mainstream when you got uh, Chuck Liddell, uh, Tito Ortiz. And then it started going in a different direction, but a lot of people knew Anderson Silva's name. So, and then Brock Lesnar came on board. Then people started recognizing George St. Pierre. You know, you know, so it's like, Connor came along and, you know... Walked the same path that was already made by others. You know, then Ronda came in. You know, you know they came around roughly the same time. You know, I think he was a little after Ronda. You know, John Jones. I mean, yes, Connor branched out and went and fought Floyd. And, you know, he made $100 million. But the fact is, we already see other faces popping up now. Sean... Uh, Sean O'Malley is gaining a lot of popularity, a lot of steam. Um, this other fucking kid from, um, I want to say Ireland, but it's not Ireland. Maybe it's Liverpool. Same thing. I mean, we don't we don't have listeners there, so I can say whatever I want. White people that are pale. So. They all look the same. Um, <laughs> but you know, this kid is gaining popularity. You know, there there are always going to be popular fighters. I mean, hell, Nate appeared out of nowhere because he stepped up to fight Connor, and now Nate's a huge like name that everyone knows and loves. It's like before that, the, you know, there there were the Diaz brothers fan base, but they weren't all over him. Once he beat Connor, it's like, oh my God, Nate's the greatest. He should get a title shot. No, he shouldn't. Like he shouldn't. Slow yourself down. Like and Chell Sonnen, you know, he was another one that came in. He pushed Anderson Silva. He was beating the shit out of Anderson Silva. He, if that fight went to decision, he won. 
you know, like a minute left in the fight, he got caught in a triangle and got submitted. But he talked a big game, got title shots. He he was on a losing streak and got a title shot against John Jones at light heavyweight. Not even his weight division. Like he he was fighting at middleweight. So, you know, they're always going to be talkers. They're always going to be you know people that that you know have popularity. People are all on Conor's nuts right now, and that's cool. But you know, who's who's next? Because right now it looks like it's, it's Shane O'Malley or Sean O'Malley. O'Malley. I can't remember what his fucking first name is. It's the rainbow guy, right? Yeah. I don't fucking I know. I saw him on like a, some kind of viral video where he was just asking out random college chicks. And they didn't know who he was because he's not well known through yeah. college girls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't but imagine. He seemed like a funny, nice, like cool guy. Like He's yeah. definitely super down to earth. Yeah, yeah, he, he seems like a good kid. And that's the thing that sucks. It's like, there are a lot of these stars that are real cool, but they're fucking shitty fans. Makes me hate them. Because it's like, ugh. What was it? Uh, Tito Ortiz commented on one of my posts. Because um, I, I posted, his son was in one of the posts that I put up. And he had commented, it's like, um, I can't remember who the, it might have been um, Henry Cejudo. It was a Henry Cejudo uh, wrestling tutorial clip. And it had Tito Ortiz's son in it. And he jumped on. I was like, yo, that's my son. And I was like, yo, your son is killing it. Yo, is he going to be fighting? He didn't reply. So I was like, fuck that guy. It is funny when like a, a celebrity just likes something of yours. It feels good. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Was that maybe the biggest? You had bigger? As far as, Cause, cause I mean. I think it's clear for that what some people... celebrities will randomly look at their fans and like stuff just to be like. Because they know. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit, I got a like from so-and-so? So it's weird because with BJJ Wiki, I get that response from people. Like, if they send me a message and I reply, they're like, oh, my God, you replied? It's like, dude, I'm just a fucking dude. <laughs> I'm no one special. Like, well, like, you figure you, you get tons of DMs. It's like, I do. But they're also, like, quick, like, answers, you know, sitting there, like, in bed at night, 10 o'clock, watching a fucking horror movie and looking at DMs. Like, okay, let me go through these. Um, Tito might be the biggest name as far as what other people may know, as far as popularity. Um, I mean, I've had Ashley Yoder on the podcast. She's a UFC fighter. Um, I've had, I've, uh, in the jiu-jitsu world at least, Keenan Cornelius has invited me to uh, engagement groups to build our follower uh, base. I've had Gabby Garcia like two of her students on my podcast. So I've had, you know, interactions with her, you know, these are all big names in, in their arena of, you know, expertise. But as far as like just mainstream Tito's probably the biggest one to comment, uh, Kevin Powell from the real world. Like he's like comments. He's, he's sent me a DM, like kind of, you know, mentioning his book, like kind of promoting his book. I actually just had, uh, Black Belt messaged me on Off the Mats. That's going to be on the show to promote his book. It's a uh, uh, philosophy, you know, just kind of connecting it with jiu-jitsu and stuff. And I was like, absolutely, dude, I'll have you on. Like, you know, let's set up a date. He was like, I'll send you a copy of the book, you know, we can discuss. It was like, hey, you, don't, you don't only read the first seven pages of a book, right? <laughs> you got a cliff notes? <laughs> like, you got it on audio? Because, you know, I don't, I don't really have time to be fucking sitting around I reading books. <laughs> yeah, son. Like, what the fuck we doing? But um, but yeah. Feels good though. I got one from Mad Child, so the guy from Swollen Members, rapper from the '90s, and then still has a strong career. 
I, I clearly think it was him probably going through some fans and randomly liking stuff because those are really strange. Well, what was the post? It was a Washington football team post when I went to training camp. He's not a football fan, so. No, oh, okay. I was like, maybe he's a fucking fan. I don't know. Like, What's funny is I believe the picture was of Terrell Pryor. Remember, he was going to be our receiver, <laughs> and he had that one decent season with Cleveland as receiver. He was the quarterback. Yeah, moved to receiver. I think he had a thousand yards one year, mm-hmm. and then he was huge because he was a big guy, super fast. He was the Raiders' quarterback. I want to say he had one big year, successful years as a receiver, and then never repeated it though. Yeah, it happens. But yeah, that was a random light. Thing. So I have, well, I mean, again, in the fight world, there was, so I also counted off of the, the blue check marks. It was like, how many blue check marks can I, you know, notch on the, the uh, on the headboard? And there's a couple, there's a few that I'm actually going to try to see if I can get on the podcast soon because I need to start scheduling January, February, and March because right now December is kind of a stumbling, bumbling mess. Like I, I recorded today, a, and that has to go out tomorrow. This is always like a tough time of year to schedule stuff. Because people mm-hmm. are like, "What are you doing for your birthday?" And it's like, honestly, December is so weird. Everyone's got to do stuff. If you are a December birthday, you know my pain of we get the one present for both. I mean, like, uh, your birthday, your your real presents coming for Christmas. Oh, I only get one present. Right? Like, eat a dick. Um, I know how that is. So, what was it with? December, I well, like so last year, I actually had everything booked and recorded before the second week of September or uh, December. You know, I just I had it all like stashed away and just slowly rolled them out each week. This year, I, I think I got a little too comfortable. Plus, just doing like this, uh, um, I was working with Michael on uh, the tinfoil bunker. I did a couple of nerd rage episodes out there. I think. Uh, back in November, I did did Nerd Rage, and then I did um, I did stuff for the horror movie podcast. So I think just I had too much in my pocket, and didn't realize oh shit I didn't have the guests ready for this. And then when I did get guests that committed, something came up. So the guests that were on today Sunday, I texted them yesterday. I was like, yo, we're still good for tomorrow, right? They're like, absolutely. I was like, thank you. And then when I talked to them today, I was like, yo, y'all are tomorrow's episode. Because, you know, my other two that I had this week, you were supposed to go out next week. And then one of them was supposed to be this week, and then the other one's going to be in two weeks or in three weeks. So you guys, you know, drew the short straw. So you're not going to get any kind of edit. So <laughs> I just. Be correct. Yeah. Like, there was one edit because Sarah came down here looking for her the box and I turned away and the girl was kind of telling her story and I, I had the earphones and I could hear her say, should I keep going? And I, you know, tried the motion tour, like keep going, but it was too late. That was the only edit. And then later on when it happened again, the boyfriend was talking and I, I gave him that one. I was like, yo, keep rolling. And I turned to Sarah cause she had a question, but it was a fun episode. I worked on the first 18 minutes of it. It's over an hour long, so I'm assuming the rest of it's good. If not, we'll see. I did. I did drop a good soup in there because I asked. I said, "Hey, so why arm bars?" And his simple answer was, "Arm bars are good." He was like, "Oh, 
So it was like, like it was like good. It was like like good soup. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I was explaining this one today where good soup came from. They didn't know, and I was like, it's this. I don't know what it's from. It's Adam Driver though. This clip somehow went viral, and I don't know what it is, but somehow just saying good soup. I mean, tight. I mean, it's a great way to describe something. Yeah, fair enough. Hey Dante, if you were twenty eight percent at getting two point conversions, would you go for a two point conversion, or would you just tie the game to go into overtime? Well, if it's for me to tie the game to go into overtime. Yeah. With just a kick, and, you, yeah, and I've got the best kicker in history. Yeah, I'm kicking. And you're 28. percent You lost three games this year. That one for two. honestly, the 28 percent isn't even a factor as much as it's. I just need one point to tie it up and go to overtime, and I'm probably going to win in overtime. Now, me. So we, we align. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, usually, um, you know, what do they say when you think alike? Geniuses think alike. Not uh, great, like that. great minds think great alike. Great minds think alike. Thank Come you. on, son. Jesus Christ, hey, dude. It's we, not that tough. Uh, yeah. Oh, we got to rate our next beer because we crushed that shit. Yeah, that shit was pretty delicious. Um, which one was it? This is <laughs> an interesting name, by the way. <laughs> Santa. I know him. That's the name of the beer. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay. no. Santa. <laughs> I know him. <laughs> it's an exclamation point on the Santa. It's a festive <laughs> season. Which I do know Saison means, to me, spicy beer. <laughs> like, spices in it. Um, we talked a little bit off-air on this one. Is it Dude, tastes ex- We've been talking for about 45 minutes off-air. We do that a lot. <laughs> if we ever had a Patreon that shows the off-air stuff, that's the better episode. For sure. For sure. Um, probably would get kicked off. Of the most no, it's Patreon. We can say no, what the fuck yeah, we want. Patreon would be good. But or be, I could do OnlyFans. That fans. was our episode. Like, OnlyFans isn't only for, like, dick pics, you know? I mean, I'm fine with that if it makes money. <laughs> I have a friend, they just said they were going to do OnlyFans. Um, like, feet. And I was like, that's wild, but okay. It, it's real uh, wild. Yeah, right? When they told me, I was like, they were like, what do you think feet about... Feet can be pretty, but I would never uh, want to... Uh... I think feet I'm are... fine with socks on the whole time. Yeah, same, same son. <laughs> feet are lunching. Like, they, they, they said to me, it was like, what do you think of OnlyFans? And I told him, I was like, I mean, I think it's fine. I mean, depending on what you're doing. I mean, but honestly, you're an adult. Do you, son? And, and they're like, well, I'm thinking about it. You know, you know, my, my companion, um, they suggested I do it. And I was like, then fucking do it. If your partner is in with you on this, do it. So they're like, okay, I think I'm going to do it. I was like, just letting you know, I'll support you in all ways, but I'm not paying. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't look at feet. They're like, I wouldn't want you to. I was like, I'm glad we're in agreement. So, but you can do OnlyFans and in, in you know substitution for a patron. But may as well just do a patron, and then you'll hear us say really, really stupid shit when we're not recording. I guess we'd have to turn our phones on for that one. So, eh, that's the end of that rant. Santa, I know him. Remarkably similar to the first beer we had. Has some kind of spices going on. This describes what the spices are, and honestly, I've never heard any of this. Black currants. <coughs> I think it's a fruit. Ew, some food came up with that one. Chamomile? Chamomile. Yeah, Who yeah, doesn't like chamomile? You made that shit up. Our holiday season is brewed with rose hips. What's rose hips? Mm, let me I mean, tell you. Hips, they don't lie. Yeah, I was going to say, this is some hot-ass girl with some hips. 
No, I miss Rose Shakira. <laughs> I really do miss Shakira. And she and J-Lo at the halftime show were fucking phenomenal. Chamomile? Again, making up words. Black currants? Racist. Yeah, I mean, do you like white currants? <laughs> I mean, white currants, like. come on, son, don't do that. And dark candy syrup. I know what that means, at least. Do you, though? Which, ironically, I don't taste any of it. Nope. So, yeah. Complex and intriguing? Agree with that. It is complex. That's a fact. There is a lot going on. Um, very much similar to Merry Monkey. So, if you try to Merry Monkey and you like it, I suggest you try this. And this is slightly better. A little less alcohol percentage, but still strong. 7.2. I think the taste is worth this one going higher to me than yeah. the last one. So, we bumped the last one up to a 6.9. Um, 7.2. The other one was a 10 percenter, but this tastes to me similar, but much better. Yeah, it, it's a it's a more gentle taste as yeah, far as like, as, it's not aggressive. I don't know if, I don't even know how to describe it when I say spicy, but there's some spices going on. Like, yeah. It's like it when you think, like a lot when you think on. about the Spice Girls, there's like black spice, yeah, lesbian spice, uh, pedophile spice, Redhead spice Blonde and bitch spice. spice. Bitch spice, yeah. Bitch spice. There's no bitch spice in this. But there's a lot of the spices in it. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think. There's no one spice. There's all. Yeah, the spices. like except for bitch spice, she's not there. Someone's like, yo, I'm gonna put a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. Didn't like ginger but, spice but leave the group? Beer I think she left. Ginger left. Well, before I think that she's back now because she ain't got shit else to do. That's how it works. Like. <laughs> Y'all want to do an NSYNC reunion tour? No, Justin Timberlake Justin shut Timber's that like, shit down. Nah. It's like, the others nah, like, bitch. hell yeah. <laughs> Justin was like, nah, I got work. But the others were like, fuck yeah. Lance was like, well, they didn't accept me in space. Like, so y'all guys want to go on the tour? No. So fuck you guys. Backstreet Boys are rocking it. So what about Spice Girls, though? They're all in this beer, except for Bitch Spice. But yeah, what all of, like, that's, I think that's the key point is there's a lot going on here. Yeah. It's a party in my mouth, and everybody's coming. <laughs> well, there you go. You, you, hey. <laughs> Is that the name of the episode? There's a party in Dante's mouth. Everyone's coming. <laughs> I, might, I might title it, There's a Party in My Mouth. Maybe. We'll see. Merry Monkey, 6.9. What do you give this? The Santa. I don't know. Oh, by the way, let me real quick. Evil Genius is the company. And I actually missed writing down the company, but it says... Philadelphia or Princeton, Pennsylvania? Either they, way, Pennsylvania. They don't fucking know where it's made. Pennsylvania. Um, Evil Genius, which I actually like as a name of a company. That's pretty tight. I'm going to go with 7-1. That's, I mean, that's the lowest it can go for me. Yeah. It, it's strange. It's like 7.2 is a decent percentage. It's not that 10% of the first beer. And maybe that beer led to this beer being even better. Perhaps. <laughs> So it's almost kind of like, should the other one get more credit? But I don't feel like it should. This definitely tastes better. Yeah, it did. It did. So I got to give it a slightly... No, we went 6.9, We're going 7.1, All right, fair enough. Like, oh, you got your Heineken up? Uh, uh, Cheers. And we're drinking Heineken's. Should we do a quick rating of Heineken? Fuck it, may as well. We're here. Mm. We got four beers for you today. You got some Heineken? Imported from Holland. Going off the top of the dome, obviously it's this lager from Holland. Holland. 
Which Amsterdam. is better. It's better than what I was going to say. I was going to say, hey, this is from Heineken. <laughs> like, I don't think this is a place. So, Amsterdam. We should go to Amsterdam and try real Heineken. So, I don't have a passport Damn, right 1883. now? That They made that up. And I guarantee the 1883 beer was wild. Yeah, I'll bet. They had all types of cocaine in and shit. Cocaine, yeah, weed, heroin. On the happy hour I went to, we got into the conversation of... Uh, did you ever have a... What's the green... Absinthe. Absinthe. Yeah. Have you ever had absinthe? Because the U.S. Not. absinthe is nothing compared no, to the n- European. No, not absinthe. not at all. There is a U.S. version, still extremely strong. It's solid. I I love the imagery of absinthe. Like I'm a big logo guy, and it has like the green fairy. Like the logo looks tight. Um, tried it. One of the worst tasting liquors you could ever. Yeah. Have. Like terrible. Tastes like soap. I know. Um. The traditional, That's why I haven't the had traditional it. way to have it, I think there's some kind of special spoon you pour it over sugar. Yeah, I know. And still terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's but trash. Strong as hell. You just need one. You're, so, you're going to be feeling great. So, but that again comes back to the conversation of is it serving its purpose? Yes. Then it, it doesn't matter what it no. tastes like. One or two, you're good. Yeah, yeah. And you, so it, that's worth like it, worth it. Worth the struggle. It's like eighteen percent beer. Yeah. It's like you have one of those, and you're you're good to go. You're not going to be happy during the course of it. Yeah, the, you got to suffer through the taste sometimes, but then yeah. the reward. It's almost like a reward. I mean, it's like like you I know, feel like life in a way is like something worth the reward. A little bit of a struggle. Like butt stuff. I mean, I haven't done any. Well, never mind. I mean, I haven't had butt stuff done to me, but. You know, from what I've heard, it's like, you know, you take a deep breath and then rock and roll. And I'm like, that's what that's what you're thinking, because I'm just thinking squish. <laughs> we went way off the rails there. But yeah, the, the, apparently the European absinthe, though, there was rumors like, is there some kind of drug on it? Because people would hallucinate a little bit. But I think you could hallucinate off enough alcohol. Um, I hallucinate kind of just kind of in general, though, because sleep deprivation. So. There was rumors of something else in the European version. I, I, I think more yeah. so, it's probably just stronger. I'm sure. It's probably like freaking pure grain alcohol. But absence was, and the imagery of it, like in movies, you'd see it laid on fire. Mm-hmm. That's not tradi- the no. traditional way. It's pour over sugar. It's a little plainer. Yeah, um, people like the, the looks cool. <laughs> people like to hype things up and make it seem like, oh, this is so cool. We like, should do an absinthe if we can get some. Um, but it's like some real, like some it's real one. Be, we uh, get, I don't think you can. Uh, get yeah, the we real can't one get the real one. Unless we just have like, some connection. Just like Europe. you can't get a copy of the Dawn of the Dead here in the U.S. You can't get real absinthe here in the U.S. either. Maybe we'll do some fake absinthe one day. It's dumb. It's I've improved. So I was going to say something far worse just now, but I actually said that's dumb, and We're, I didn't say, yeah. I didn't go the other way. I'm growing as a person. Yes, we both have. I'm trying to not name names as much. And yeah, and I'm not saying um, fucking derogatory terms. I don't drink moonshine anymore. I mean, I'm not going to allow but you. But I kind of want moonshine. <laughs> you know, I looked at it the other day, and I was like, I should probably have some of this, but I was like, I know this is going to be a disaster. So... Bonus review, because it's Christmas time. Yeah. We feel like giving you all. It's something. a season of giving. It's funny that it says serve at 35 to 45 degrees, or 40 degrees. Mm. So we got Heineken. Um, pretty tasty. It's obviously just it's a, a basic lager. It's a party beer. Party beer category, and 
Wouldn't you say if this was in the bottle would smell? The bottle would smell right? kind of trash. Yeah, but it would still taste but fine. Just the can it doesn't have the smell. Now the can is it's pretty pretty delicious. I think it's delicious. Yes, it's cold. Yeah. We had it even ice cold. It's gonna be even better. Oh my god! Yes. But truly crushable party beer. I think most of the party beers. I wish we could have it in front of one day. I'm gonna. Soon yeah, we need, chart. Chart. we need a chart. We need to compare it. To like Let's find a, a middle schooler and get them to do us a fucking chart with the poster board. I'll make it. Get Brett to do it. Get Brett to do it. Like the poster board. I don't board. know if he knows spreadsheets, but I'm going to make it. Uh, I was just talking about the poster board. We'll print it. And then, because I want to say Miller Lite, we gave 6 9 but I don't know. That seems about right. Because it's a great tasting beer, but the percentage is low. And we don't have the percentage ahead of it in front of us, but it's going to be the same. Obviously. Yeah, this it's is so Miller Lite versus Heineken, though straight up. I think Heineken is probably a little higher than Miller Lite because Miller Lite is a light beer. This is not necessarily oh a, the alcohol percentage. Yeah, yeah, percent. I'm, I'm I think st- I would rate Miller Lite when it's ice cold higher, but I almost want to say when Coors Light is ice cold. That dude, might I had three Coors Light last night. God damn, dude. When it, they're ice oh my cold, God. they might take the cake of the party beer. It was so drink. good. I, I actually had to like I had to pull myself away from drinking more. Not that they were getting me fucked up, but they were just delicious, and I know I was going to drink all this dude's beer. Yeah. Like, I think Coors Light might... We might have to review these. We might have to have a party beer. I was, yeah, I was going to say just a solid episode of party beers. Miller Light does have a slightly stronger taste. There's something about Coors Light when it's ice cold. If it's not ice cold, it's trash. All right, so uh, what what are we going to do for our numbers here for this one? Yeah, so we found Miller Lite. That's kind of like the standard lager beer. We gave it six sixes. Both gave it a six six. Yeah, yeah. This is tough because, I don't know, I almost feel like if someone right now offered me Heineken or Miller Lite, I might choose Heineken. I It's tough. It's tough. I would probably choose Heineken. But it's because the can is green. That's a fact. Should I pull up the alcohol percentage? That That's going to be important. We need to know that because, I mean, I can't just be giving Heineken like high numbers if it's like a two percent. Some shit you get at the Giant. You remember when they used to sell Oduls at the Giant? That yeah. shit was wild. They do. I know they do it at uh, Wegmans. I think they sell everything at Wegmans, so. Um, so somebody selling like a baby 4. in the back. 2. And Heineken. I wasn't really worried about Miller Lite's alcohol. I thought you were just going straight to Heineken. There we go. APV. Five. That helps. Not a lot. <laughs> but 4. it helps. Two to five, though. Yeah. I mean, so on, on the party beer scale, this is a solid seven. Yeah, I'm going, like I said, I was already leaning towards this over Miller Lite. I mean, it, it tastes, tastes, you know, pretty, pretty good. Uh, it's higher alcohol percentage, 5.8. Yeah. Again, star, star, asterisk. It's got a green beer. can. This can't be compared to the IPAs that we give sixes. The IPAs that we give sixes are probably better than this, but. Far. Um, Far better. For what this is, 5%, you're giving a 7. I'm going to go 6, 9. Solid. That's that's a solid number. Beat Miller Lite. Yeah. And I think I don't think we reviewed Coors Light officially. I thought that we did, but because we always drink it in between. 
I mean, maybe. I don't know. We'll see um, if we can find it. If not, we'll do it. Eh. So. Yeah. We've got time. But we got to factor in their percentage. Maybe that shit's like four. Oh, their percentage is low. It's like four. It is a four two. It might be three eight, actually. So I'm pretty impressed if this is truly is five percent. Yeah. I mean, it's decent. And it does say premium malt locker. So it's almost like, oh, are you a malt liquor? Hmm. Uh, all right, let's jump to these movies real quick. I'm going to let you go with yours because I've got some shit for mine. All right, yeah, so I watched a movie today with, you know, someone who's never seen American History X. So that made it more interesting. We, like, well, okay, I was going to say, we, we've talked about it before. It's, right. it's come up here and a couple times. And I haven't times. seen it in full in a while. And so watched it this morning. God damn, that movie's good. Like, to me... It almost, I feel like it should be maybe a requirement in school, except that it's so violent in terms of certain scenes. Um, but it's so powerful. Um, I think most people have heard of this movie. Younger people haven't, so if we have any younger listeners. But American History X stars Edward Norton, who's clearly extremely buff during this movie <laughs> compared to any other movie. I. Have heard some rumors of some supplements oh, coming there, from Mexico. For sure, supplements. Apparently, I like not not like a person I knew back then when this came out. Apparently, knew where he got his supplements. And shout out to Ed Norton from being from Colompton. That that's that's a fact. He's from Colompton. He went to our rival high school. <laughs> well, yeah, he does a phenomenal job. And rumor, I mean, not rumor, but uh, apparently the director wasn't happy with the way the movie's going. Ed Norton made the final cut. Like he was the. <laughs> He, he made the, yeah. and the original director hated it, which is shows how ridiculous he is. So <laughs> the movie's phenomenal. Original cut, well, the director's pieces didn't really change it too too much. There was a, uh, I think Ed Norton added maybe fifteen minutes additional in it, and I know that it won some awards, and the director refused to get them and was like really unhappy with Ed Norton. But that seems to be something that follows Ed Norton, though. Cause he, yeah, he, he is known as, you know, maybe he's... I mean, that's why he was kicked out of uh, the MCU with The Incredible Hulk. Like, he was too pushy on the script, and he he was just trying to be too overpowering and changing things. And granted, the MCU then was not what it is now. But moving forward, they're like, look, we have a plan, and you're not going to fit it. But I loved him as fucking Bruce Banner as the Hulk. I loved him as that. So, no shout out to Ed Norton. Still yeah, a bitch. I mean, he's Went Wild Lake. A few of my favorite movies, obviously, Fight Club. We talk about it a lot. And then Mechan History X, he's phenomenal. And it, it, it's a strange movie in that because it's so fresh in my mind and I'm older now, of like appreciating the movie did a great job of almost glorifying him at times, then breaking him down and then like, how incredibly racist he was, um, but it like glorified like that basketball game scene. And well, the white people win. Not just it. that. There are a lot of other things where it definitely showed a point from his his side that was like I don't want to say right, but it was like you. It's a hard argument against. But then as you get later in the movie, it kind of yeah. So obviously this movie. If you don't know, it deals about racism. Ed Norton's a white supremacist. He's with a group of white supremacists. His brother idolizes him as a big part of the story. 
Um, but it goes into greater detail how it became that way. And what's funny is li- watching this movie fresh today, there's a lot being said of the Trump supporters now. Same things of like, mm-hmm. these people are coming into our country, we're paying all this stuff on, like, yo, this movie can go right now and educate people. Um, well, that's what I was saying and, with... And some um, of his reasons could be necessarily somewhat justified, but... and. Like, I mean, his father yeah. got murdered by someone, so that leads to some of his beliefs. He gets brainwashed by this one guy who preys on people who are it's just... Chicken angry. Hulk. Yeah. Yep. Um, chicken Hulk. And that guy has no police record. He gets everyone to do everything for him. Yeah, he, and, he and flipped on some people. The and majority of the people... Put them in jail. ...gets to be under and believe in... They start this gang called the DOC. Is They're simple-minded people of, like... They're just angry. You just tell them a few things. They're like, yeah, I agree with that too. Like, like Super easy. Like something but, that starts with a Q and <laughs> on. And it's literally what Trump said he was going to do before he ever ran years ago. He was going to prey on this people because they're simple to influence. And if you, again, we're not political. I don't like Biden. But Trump literally said what he was going to do years ago on certain type of person you might be one of them <laughs> I mean the thing is the video's there people are still like well that's not real really Trump said he was a Democrat but he'd run as a Republican because you guys are pretty easily to influence <laughs> <sighs> but whatever that's neither We're here nor there because I mean now we got a see now president whatever <laughs> yeah that's it's like neither neither options are gonna work yeah. They're both fucking dummies. I'm going for the rock. Go rock. Um, I, mean, I, you know, I think I think I'm gonna sit out. Elon, I'd like Elon. He, he can't He's run. Probably not. A... He can't run though. He's from South Africa. I mean, yeah, we're just. For, I mean, either way, it's probably going. If Trump ran again, I think he'd win. No, um, for sure. Like if he's he... also gonna be like freaking what seventy seven or something craziness. Yeah. He's gonna be old as hell. Biden already seems like he lost half his mind. When when, when <laughs> has anyone heard from that guy? Like, is he still is he alive? Like, we need to check on that How dude. How are these our best options? They're not. That should be the real question. It shouldn't be which one's better. It should be why is it, is it this dude? <laughs> Out of we have a yeah. lot of people. We have so many conversations about this off air, dude, and it's like, yo, why are these the options? Regardless. So, yeah. The movie goes through some positive. It's great in that it it explains why he is. Some of the reasons might be valid. Some of the reasons aren't. Um, Eventually, he, one of the, to me, to be honest, probably the most violent scene I've ever seen in a movie Mm -hmm. in terms Mm -hmm. of painfulness is the scene in American History X. The the stop. (laughs) Yeah. Like, to me, I. And you see the teeth clatter on the curb before he does it, yo. There's no scene worse. That I've ever seen. There's no, to me, there's no scene worse. I look away every time. In terms time. of like a pain. Scene. Do they actually show the stomp? I, they I don't know. Did they show the teeth clenching? And then this. No, just there. Mm. All right. That's it. And that's all you need. <laughs> mm. All right. So I get the point. Yeah. So, so that's that... a great job. Um, And eventually Derek, who's the main character, Ed Norton, gets to jail over what he did. At first, he's defending his home, but clearly he takes it too far. Goes to jail. Um, 
in jail, he befriends a bunch of white supremacists, which is to this day still what you do in jail, unfortunately. Yeah. You got to kind of get with the crew to protect you. I mean, I don't know how it is in every jail, but there's definitely certain jails that are still like that. Um, he sees, though, that they're kind of hypocrites because if you truly believe in white power, white supremacy, you're not supposed to race mix, you're supposed to look after your own. He sees that gang dealing with other gangs where they're doing something beneficial to each other. I think they're selling drugs. Yeah, it they're selling exactly drugs. doesn't show 100% what it is. He's like, why are you working with them? <laughs> like, that's not what we're supposed to be doing, like what I was taught. And so he starts to question it there. Then he befriends a guy that does laundry with him who's a black guy. And that guy is awesome in that movie. Like, yeah. He just jokes around with him. He starts to kind of come around. And he even knows this guy. He sees the swastika tattoo. and He jokes around with him a lot. And they start to kind of form a bond. Um, so he starts questioning that even. Like, now he's friends with him. He sees this white gang kind of doing not what he's told. But there's another important point in that, too, mm-hmm. with that bond with, with the black dude. When you ask him, what are you in here for? Oh, yeah. That's a big part. So, again, Edward Norton does something horrific. Horrific. Again, one of the worst scenes of the movie. D- doesn't he also, not only with the curb sump, but also... He shoots He shoots them. Them. Okay. So, and probably today's day and age, because they were committing a crime, if he just shot him, maybe that he gets away with it today's day and age. Not everywhere. So, so on Off the Mats, I had a friend on. He's, he's a um, police officer. And we talked about the whole gun rights thing. And he, he's, second, he's a Second Amendment guy. He's all for gun rights. But he also explained, too, in a situation like that, because there's so many people that are like, if I have a gun, you know, you break into my house, you know, I have the right to defend my home. Yes, you do. But there's a limit to that. Because if you break my home and I shoot you, I'm still going to jail. Because I have to prove that you were a threat to me. But not only that, if I shoot you once, that's one thing. But if I shoot you twice, now it's even worse because once is more than likely all it was supposed to take. So, you know, just kind of on that, it it gets a little squirrely. Yeah, and these guys were just breaking into a car. They didn't break into a house. But they were retaliating. Because they were part of the guys that they beat in basketball. And Dante just missed his mouth. Don't even fucking start me, dude. I've seen you miss your mouth more than enough times. That was pretty bad. (laughs) That wasn't even close. Um, But yeah, so he befriends this guy in jail, blah, blah, blah. He learns that some of the white supremacists are not even doing what they really say. It's almost like an image to just protect themselves. And they're, they're not even following the, if you really believe that stuff at all. Um, a teacher comes in uh, I guess I gotta mention he breaks away from the white supremacist cause he's like y'all aren't doing what we're yeah. supposed to do and gets fucking raped I yeah, guess yeah, yeah it's a pretty bad scene too this movie has a lot of bad scenes <laughs> it's a rough movie um, but I feel like you learn a lot from it um, cause you do learn why people might have some of their views and also how you got to be open-minded sometimes. Um, yeah, I mean, you see, you can see where he was coming from. Yeah, doesn't it, mean it's right, though. It does a decent job of explaining some of the things that happened to him. And his dad died, his dad was a little racist. Uh, uh, 
a lot of things triggered it. And then this stupid guy, though, that preys on people that are easily influenced. Like, when you're an angry teenager, you can be like, again, we've talked about it a lot of, like, people love to join a team. Like, yeah. That's in the age, though. Like me. Let's go. I, I, whether you agree with it or not, suddenly you just all agree with everything about them, which is the thing I don't get, again, about not to be too political with Republicans and Democrats. How do you be all completely one side or the other? Because it's a lot of different beliefs in each one. Well, not just that. You there's a lot of... A little bit here, a little bit there. There's a lot of hypocrisy. Yeah. Like, and it's, uh, it's flip-flopped over the years, too. Yeah. <laughs> with someone that we worked with that we are fond of, they put up a post on Facebook talking about the Republican Party. And you know, they mentioned something about the Republican Party years ago. When the Republican, uh, the Republican Party was more um, liberal, and it, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and assume, you know, she didn't know that or understand that, and I had just recently learned that, so I was like, the parties flip flop. I mean, honestly, at some point down the line, I could see that flip flop happening again, just out of sheer silliness. It's almost like a game. That's yeah. your affiliation. You just ride or die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, too many people that like we both know switch that you don't agree with. You just kind of ride, and you'll just agree with it because. But yeah, I mean, there's too many issues to be 100 percent this way, 100 percent that way. If you are 100 percent that way, then I think you're brainwashed. I mean, I don't know anything about anything, but <laughs> I don't think you see how you could agree 100 percent with. I think I'm going to sit out the next couple of elections just because it's like, you know what, until you guys can actually fucking figure don't it out. I vote because there's not been anyone I would vote for. Yeah. So. Like, I voted. <sighs> it almost has turned into not who you want to be president. It's turned into who you do not want to be president. <laughs> so the book that I read, Hate, Inc., like, that goes into that a lot. Because they're talking about, like, certain things like – um Who's the candidate that you'd be likely to have a beer with? Usually whoever won that won the election. Shit like that. Like goofy shit. Um, but, yeah, and then this last election, well, the last two elections were really a matter of who don't you want. <laughs> don't vote for them. It, it's it's just all goofy shit. Um, yeah, so try not to give away too much movie. Blah, blah. It's been enough years. Spoil he, the he, fuck out of learns. it. A lot of what he thought wasn't right in terms of it just didn't add up. Like, things weren't equaling. Like, oh, if we're supposed to be this way, why is it this way? He sees that that guy manipulated people, the main guy who kind of influenced him to be a white supremacist. Um, basically, he just, and, oh, big thing, he gets away from the white gang in jail. They rape him. Terrible scene. You mentioned that twice. Relax. He, but then he, next day, distance himself from them which in jail is still a big deal like because now his friends like now the black guys are gonna go get after you like you're no longer with someone yeah but for the rest open. of his time no one messes with him and he he starts to read books and just educate himself but no one messes with him anymore and as he leaves it, i mean it, it made me tear up to be honest he's just like i know why i didn't get fucked with was because of his friend the dude he did the laundry with was yeah. like, and it, what what your point was we didn't touch on is Derek, 
the main character is in there for murder. A horrific thing that he did. Whether he was defending his house, he went way too far. Yeah. We don't even need to mention it. You see the movie, it's going to haunt you. <laughs> that scene is bad. Um, his friend stole the TV. Derek got out first. <laughs> yeah. And and even Derek says, no, you had to have done something worse, yeah, right? He's like, no, that's... He's like, I stole the TV and it fell on the cop's foot and they got me for, like, whatever, attacking Yeah, me. attacking the cop. No, no, no. Yeah, it was like, no. No, that's what I did. That's all I did. Like, they said and, I threw the TV at the cop. Through, like, the Reagan area. People were in weed charges for possessing weed. You know, the, um, <laughs> during the, uh, the quote-unquote crack epidemic that... I mean, basically, everyone who went to jail for selling crack was black. But what wasn't mentioned was that two-thirds of the clientele for those sellers were white. And they did hardly any time. And also, crack and cocaine, you know, they're essentially the same drug. It's like with crack, you're just taking the, the sodium out and taking the salt out of it. And, you know, it's a cheaper drug. It's easier to make, which is wild. Um, but, you know, it's like basically, you know, someone gets caught for Coke, you know, it's less time, but you get caught for crack and now you're doing like life sentences. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. You could go to jail for doing something on your own. Like, I don't understand it. It's kind of weird. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I I'm it's never going to understand. It's already fucking you up enough, to be honest. I don't, I don't do crack. My mom does. Um, but it, it, you're she not did. in a good spot, but to go to jail for it's kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, again, people like to claim freedom, but you can't do this. <laughs> you gotta go to jail for if you do this drug for mm. 20 years. Mm. Again, you shouldn't do that drug, but, uh, that, but honestly though, it's like you're an adult. Wh- why, why do we have, uh, yeah, it's. We'll get, we'll go down a super big yeah. hole with this. But again, so he kind of realizes he's wrong. Um, it's a great movie in that, to me, while you might change and better yourself, there's still consequences from the past. Yeah. Unfortunately. like. And you may not necessarily karma. have to serve that consequence. Yeah, it's going to affect you. So but someone else will. To me, the karma thing, first karma thing was... What he did to that dude was horrific. Mm-hmm. And now he changed. He seems like a good dude. But no, you still got to pay for that karma. He got raped in jail. But still, there's more to it. I mean, yeah. he led a gang uprising. Um, but what's wild, the hardest thing, he went into the nest and straight up said, Oh, yeah. I'm out. So once he gets out of jail, yeah, he kind of confronts this whole crew. And just basically, he's done. They ain't too happy about it. It's crazy, too, how quick his girl turns on him. Oh, yeah. The girl, he had a girlfriend. You know what's wild about her? Like, she's not a... It's it's weird, because, like, she's not a looker, but she's a looker. No, I agree. I don't understand it either. I can't figure it out, but it's one of those things, like... Something about her looks good. I was saying that today. Like I can't figure it out. I remember when I was younger, I used to think she was hot. And I'm like, I'm looking at her like, but if you described her, I'd be like, no, I don't find that attractive. Something about her is... Maybe I like the idea of possibly getting stabbed. Because she looks like she would definitely stab well, yeah, the shit so out of you. she turns on, once she kind of sees Derek has changed a little bit, she's instantly like, call him out. She's ready to kill him. Yeah. I think, and then Seth is a friend. Yeah, his that best friend. That guy, who is that guy? Um, he's a great actor. Ethan. Uh, oh, yeah, he's the dude who got ripped recently. Yeah. 
Yeah. He was in a few movies, but big fat guy in this movie. My name is Earl. Yeah. He was yeah, Randy. Yeah. That dude is a good actor, though. He was in also uh, Mall Rats. Trying to figure out what the fuck the picture was. The kid was like, it's a schooner, you dumb bastard. It's a <laughs> sailboat. That dude is a great actor. But yeah, I saw him on social media recently. He got ripped. He got done. Yeah. He, he, hey, hey, he's a jiu-jitsu guy as well. But I wonder if that's Just so you hurt know. his acting career because he had that fat guy guy rolled a lot. He was on uh, He was on Joe Rogan. Uh, over the summer, talking about it. So I mean, it was really just actor, so I hope life choices. Some some other things. Um, he was sick of being fat. He's he's pretty. I mean, he's a terrible person in this movie, but yeah, um, that's his character. He's and a terrible person, but kind of funny. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, when to be honest, when he sings the song, it's kind of hard. Yeah, that shit. I, I kind of hate them laughing. Like, yeah, it's just is wrong. It's fucking horrible, but it was kind of funny. Say <laughs> so, yeah, he. Basically gets into the white gang, tells them he's leaving. They ain't too fond of it. So, the movie does a great job of. Should I spoil it? Dude, it has been twenty years. Yeah. So his younger brother idolizes him, and his younger brother though, and even Derek are smart. You can tell that. Yeah. So yeah, they might have gone the wrong way in certain things, but they actually are critical thinkers. Which yeah. Most people aren't, and the younger brother has kind of questioned things all along, but he's going along with. Because he loves his brother and idolizes him, and then, but he sees some hip hop, hip hypocrisy in all of this. Um, and then basically, when they kicked out of the game, the bro- younger brother is upset, like, "Yo, you just ruined everything for us." Because clearly now they're upset, and they were like high up because Derek was looked upon as so, you know, he was almost like a legend in a way. Yeah. Um, he explains to the brother what happens to him in jail, what happens to him over the next few years. His brother explains understands immediately because his brother is like a smart guy yeah. and he sees all that he already kind of sensed the hypocrisy i think it hinted at um so there's a scene he's just like because he cares about his brother he's like damn like he's still a little confused though like do i do this well like, he's young should we not talk to them anymore and like nah you gotta stay with like this is not right he agrees though and then there's a great scene of them in the room talking it over and then they take down everything. So they had like the Nazi symbols, the swastika, everything. A lot of things in the room. They both take yeah. it down. So the younger brother clearly sees it as wrong too. And he, he was given like, I think it's implied that this story is from his perspective. Because he was supposed to write a paper. Uh, yeah, on Maimka. Well, that's what he turned in. But I think American History X is the title of it, the paper he gets yeah. in trouble for. Well, that's what I'm saying. He, so, but he read the book, yeah. Mein Kampf. So he, he, the, the stories implied this is kind of his story. Because when they do the flashback scenes, it's him writing it. And it does a great job at the end, again. While they might have changed and they're trying to look to move their family out of neighborhood, everything seems to be going well. There's still consequences from what you did in the past, unfortunately. And it, sh- it does a great job of you thinking something's about to happen to Derek. Because a car pulls up to him while he's walking away. And you're like, and the person I was walking, watching was just like, oh, shit, they're going to kill Derek? That made me tear up because I knew how big of a shock it's about to be. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, uh... <laughs> Within seconds, it does a great job of how fast it is. It makes a great shock. But very strong effect is the younger brother gets shot from a small beef he had with some black students. 
And it's because he blew smoke. Yeah, I was going to say, it was over something minor. And he's now changed, but he didn't have time to even change himself. Like, what he did was kind of a disrespect thing. And it happened so fast. And it just goes to show, like, what you do, there's effects for it. (laughs) Yes, but at the same time, though, too, come on, you blew smoke in his face. Should you die for it? No. Like, it was just, it was a powerful message of just like, more so, it's a Derek that did all this stuff. His yeah. brother followed his influence, kind of acted like a badass because his brother was a badass. He literally just blew smoke in this guy's face earlier in the movie. And it sucked because he changed, but they didn't even, they didn't even get a, he didn't get a chance to even, and it did a great job of making you feel for the brother because it's like, clearly he questioned things all along and was just, kind of a product of his brother in a lot of ways yeah. and it it goes to show though like they were influenced by their neighborhood they're influenced by they were all kind of from poor upbringings they their dad died in a whatever i think it was murdered they said he was a firefighter and he yeah murdered. so they struggled and it was like this guy preyed upon poor families that were angry had nothing to put their anger against and manipulated them to do his little dirty work that's how it goes. Yeah. So, strong movie. And we probably talked more about that movie than any other movie. My bad. No, I've had some movies. I've, I've, I've gone on for fucking half an but episode. But great. If you haven't seen no. a movie, strongly recommend it. It's yeah. one of the best movies, I think, of all time. And if you have and seen it, powerful. go back and revisit it, especially yeah. in today's era. And it's shocking how much it goes to with today. So, that's what I was saying with Higher Learning. I think both those movies, about five years apart, too. And they still are extremely relevant to this day so like you just just go 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 check it out y'all highly recommend American History X but yeah w- one th- thought I had was just our relationship I mean obviously I'm white you're black no shit <laughs> maybe people don't know but yeah is you know it's we've always talked about how people like to go with the crowd I think that's one reason we became friends is we always been the type, like, if we liked something no one else likes, we still liked it. Like, we weren't yeah. afraid to admit it. And I wish more people would like that. I was like... I don't know that it's a thing of people not being able to admit it, though. I think people are just kind of into, like, they're into the thing because they're told to be into the people thing. People like to go with the crowd. Uh, I've never been that way. So, it's... I, I get what you're saying, but I don't think it's completely. It's it's. I'm not sure how to word it. Whereas like, there's something that's there. Whereas like, they're not going with it because it's the crowd. It's just they're going with it because it's what's presented to them. Like whereas we both kind of like just different stuff. It's like, like musically, we just like different things. Not not because it's like, the end thing or the crowd thing. It's just like. I like this sound or this play. Like, I was thinking about the other day. Like, because I, I put on uh, 36 Chambers. Phenomenal. Phenomenal album. One of the greatest of all time, even. I loved it. But as I'm listening to it, I was like, as much as I love it, it's like, I'm not feeling this right now. And I put on, I put on like George Michael or something. It was just an easier, like, roll into it for me. It's like, I love pop music. Like, I like. I could put on pop music anytime. I love hip hop. I do, but 
but I can't just put on, I have to be in a certain mood for it. So I, I think with some people, it's just like they go with something because it's just what's presented to them versus saying like, let me, critical thinking. They don't. Yeah, but I have come across people like, why would you like that? That's not popular. True. Like, yeah. Mm. Honestly, that's not what I think when I hear a song. To me, it's like, it's just making my head bop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what, what, what do I feel when I hear this song? Like, and there, there are a lot of songs where it's like, you know, you put that beat on, it's like, damn. There, yeah, like you feel it immediately. Artists, even I've gone back to recently. Uh, the only one that stands out in my mind is, I remember back in the day not liking Bubba Sparks. Yeah. Because he was like, country, I'm not country. So it's like, oh, that's not for me. Then I hear Ugly again recently, and I was like, Oh, this shit rocks. <laughs> oh, God damn it does, yo. Lyrically, phenomenal. Beat-wise, phenomenal. He just sounds like a fun guy, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was, like, it sounds so much from the heart, and that shit rocks, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, good times. I, I remember when Sarah and I were talking about having, like, a, like a, a big wedding with people, and she was like, you're in charge of the music. I was like, you don't want that. You don't want that because it's going to be all over the place. It, it can go anywhere from fucking Madonna's erotica to fucking Bubba Sparks, Miss New Booty, like to to, uh, to me and Eric Renee, uh, uh, fucking time of my life or spend my life with you. You know, it could, it could go to any of those fucking realms. And it's like some people are going to be like, yo, this shit's rocking. Yeah, yeah well, because it's just so fucking all over the place though and it's something for everyone and that's always been kind of my mindset with anything that i do it's not to please everyone but for me i like so many different flavors of life and i can't just say like oh well i don't want to watch this style of movie or i only want to watch this style of movie i love horror movies but i also you know, the only thing i can't really get into a rom-coms like I can't get into those. There's a few that are okay. Like there's a there's a few, but you know it's not something I'm just like you know on a Saturday. Like Sarah's off on Fridays and Saturdays. I'm not gonna sit down and say let's watch a rom com. You know we might watch uh, the Ryan Reynolds joint uh, Just Friends. That's pretty fun. I like you, that one. I don't know if you saw the post. Yeah. Ryan hey, Reynolds and hey what? hey, uh, his wife Blake well, Lively. His wife? Oh, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, she's a cutie pie. Um. Yeah, yeah they were at the, I, I, the store I, I get our beer from. Sarah, like, told me before. the other day, she was like, you know they're in Laurel? I was like, do I care that they're in Laurel? <laughs> like, I wouldn't care, but if I walked in, and would be like, hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah. If, like, yeah, if I there. actually went there Friday to pick up our beers. So I was like, mm. ah, too bad I didn't go Thursday. Should have invited them to the podcast. Yeah, oh, that would have been tight. Yo, damn, imagine the spike on that, um... <sighs> Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ! I, I just want to see our friends. Right had, like, Van wait, Wilder. Wait, they just got Ryan Reynolds. What? <laughs> like, oh my God! Now let's ask him about Deadpool. Aquaman. Let's ask him about Aquaman, though. <laughs> like, it's like just like just, dude. Not Aquaman. My bad. Green Lantern. <laughs> I look, man. People shit on that movie. I don't know what y'all problem is, yo. Like, <laughs> hey, if you got a problem with Green Lantern, come talk to me. Let's figure this out together. Like, it, it had some high moments, some low moments for sure. But people shit on that movie like it's the worst movie ever. And it's like, nah, doggy. It's not the worst movie ever. Have you seen Daredevil? It's the special effects that are kind of whack. Yeah, that, that is trash. how big of a budget it was. That was kind of <laughs> trash. But the movie, like, because the story comes from uh, Jeff, Jeff Johns. I don't feel like the story um, was terrible. It was the, the special effects. 
like a lot of people are calling the story trash. And it's like, have you read Secret Origin? Like, if you haven't, then shut the fuck up. So, that, you know, that's that's what I said. Yeah, you got a problem? Come see me, son. Anyhow, that's a smooth transition Let's to into a happy the, movie. to the next movie. So, I don't know if you know this, but there, a big movie came out over the weekend. Um, huge movie of like record breaking proportions. Made a bunch of money. I was gonna say this like feels like the first big big blockbuster movie that came out since COVID. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, th- well, this was the one that was gonna test the waters, see what what's the world like. And I, I was in a pretty full theater for the most part. I don't fuck with going to the theater, but I I was like, I'm only going for Spider Man. That's the only movie I'm going to. Oh, I would have gone for Halloween, but they put it on uh, Peacock, so I, I lucked out. But I want to see Spider-Man this weekend. I'm not going to spoil anything. Although there have been some spoilers floating around. Pictures floating around. Which is just really shitty of people. And I hate that. I I, I don't care about being spoiled for some things. But if I would have seen that picture. Before going to see the movie. I would have been fucking livid. I would have found the person. And I would have burned their house down. (laughs) This shit is important. So. It was a good movie. Really good. Um. It started off kind of clunky, real sloppy even. But I understand why it had to start that way. It picks right up where the last one left off, where they reveal Peter Parker. Spider-Man is Peter Parker. The world knows. It goes into that storyline, which is a story from um, the comics. And they do all of that very well. Again, they kind of rushed it. It was a little clumsy. But I get it. You've got two and a half hours. you got to make this happen. Uh, you get to the midpoint where we already know from the trailers, the villains from the other movies have come back. They're all here. Because basically, Peter's like, look, man, my friends, my family, they're being affected by my identity as well. So can we make it so nobody remembers me? And as Doctor Strange is trying to make the spell, things start getting kind of fucked up. And that's what starts bringing the villains in. Um, all of that was done very well. And, and, you know, there are some parts in there where, you know, you start seeing the villain shit happen. And it's like, well, if you saw the other movies, it's like some of these guys weren't really villains as much as it's just circumstances. Um, there are a lot of crazy things that happened. Like, just things that... You would not have expected. Tom Holland said in an interview, you're going to see Spider-Man in a way you've never seen him before. And, you know, based off the movies, he's absolutely correct. And when he said it, I kind of already figured I knew what was coming, but I didn't know. It, like, I didn't know the magnitude of what he meant, and shit broke me. Like, I'm sitting a grown-ass man in the movie theater, like, trying to fight back tears, like, holy shit. Didn't see that. And then, you know, now we get to uh, the third act. And it's like it's hard to, like, describe this movie without, like, giving away shit. But there are some big moments with, you know, his friends that it makes you think about, or at least it made me think about if I'm that age and I'm thinking about my friendships and what's really important. And this dude, you know, as a kid, you know, high schooler, 
having to deal with the, the whole concept of superpowers, responsibility, supervillains, going into space, and still trying to fucking be a high school student with friends and a girlfriend. And he had to make a tough choice, a really tough choice. And it's like, fuck. Like, I don't know that many of us would do that. And yes, it's a fictional fucking movie, but it's like when you put yourself in that position, it's like, would I make that choice? I don't know that I would. Um, where it's left at, it's kind of left. He, so Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man, does an interview, and he says basically how the Avengers Endgame ended, and it felt like, okay, the slate is clean. We're starting with some new shit afterward. He was like, basically, this movie is the same thing for Spider-Man. It's a, it's, it, once it ends, it's a clean slate. And the, that's the perfect words for that. And it's just weird because now it's like, the question is, how do you even continue on with the story the way that it ended? Um, I know a couple people who, who listen have seen it. And, you know, they may get where this is, you know, going. But, you know, the, the producers have said, hey, there's a new trilogy already in the works. Uh, Spider-Man 4 is act in active development. The post-credit, the mid-credit scene, it gives me hope for a specific story. There are two stories that are connected to this one scene. And then another rumored movie that's already in pre-production. So it's like, dude, like, they already did great shit with this trilogy. And if they do another trilogy with the story that I think is coming... And I remember reading a story as a kid. And was like, yo, this shit is not a kid's story. This shit is some brutal shit where you got people burying motherfuckers alive. And, and like, on a hunt to kill someone. Because they're like, like, this is, like, this is all I live for is to fucking do this. And I'm going to get you. If they go with that story, that shit's going to be fucking phenomenal. And I don't know if it's even a story that... You can tell that story, but it's like, is it a story that the masses will connect to? Not connect to, but, you know, it's like, after watching, it's like, can people appreciate that story? Because I have the book sitting over there on top, on that top shelf. It's actually the very top book. And it's one of those stories where, like, I read it again as an adult, seven pages of it. And, and I was like, God damn, dude, like, how the fuck they put this story out for kids? I mean, comic books, it was subjective. It was like kids were reading it, but I think at the time in the 80s, they were like, we're trying to grow the audience. And if you're reading it, you know, in the 70s as a kid, hopefully you grew up with these stories and you kept reading. But that Spider-Man No Way Home, I don't like when people say, um, this is the best Marvel movie ever. After they see the newest Marvel movie. They said that with Black Widow. Let me tell you. It wasn't. Black Widow was. It was fine. But if they released Black Widow in 2017. When it should have come out. It would have been really fucking good. Since it came out in 2021. When it shouldn't have come out. It was kind of trash. Wasn't that exclusive to something? So it was It was supposed to be in theaters. But it went to Disney Plus. Disney Plus. And, it, I mean, it was still a good good blockbuster film. Had it come out in the theater. You could rent that now, 
have, yes. I have, okay. Yeah, you can. I mean, it's, dude, you need the password? Like, it's on Disney Plus free. Um, the Sophie watches it a couple times a, a month. She She's a little bit of a sociopath. <laughs> so, um, it's my kid. That's what we do. But, no, it like, Black Widow was a fun movie. But, you know, a lot of people saying this was the best Marvel movie. I was like, are you sure? Have you seen any of the other 23 movies prior to this? Because I can tell you there are at least 21 of them that are better. Um, I didn't hear a lot of talk about Eternals. I've heard a couple of people say it was good, but nothing overwhelming. Uh, Shang-Chi, I enjoyed it, but it was the basic Marvel origin story. You know, you find out who a character is and then they have a battle. It was fine. Spider-Man. My favorite Marvel movies, Iron Man, the first one, because it sets it all off. Black Panther, because it deals with some issues. <laughs> Black people. And um, and uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier. Because that's the kind of movie, you can turn that movie on without watching any of the other ones. And it's a good espionage spy movie. And you can stop watching it after it's done. Leave it alone. It's self-contained. This Spider-Man movie is number four for me. I still love those other three. But this Spider-Man movie definitely jumped into the top five easily. And I enjoyed the other two Spider-Man movies a lot too. But without spoiling anything, if if you, even if you aren't a fan of the, these types of movies, I think it's still worth seeing. I went back and watched Spider-Man 2 from, what, 2000, 2002, I believe it was, with Dr. Octopus, just to kind of get my beak wet, because I knew he was going to be in the movie, and then I went back and watched uh, the others as well, just knowing that the villains were coming. But Spider-Man 2 was a big focus for me, and it was like, you know what? It was fresh when I went into the theater and watched it. It felt like all of it was seamless. Just it all flowed very smoothly. Um but you don't necessarily have to watch the others to get it. It helps for sure. But it's tough because, again, you can't really... I don't want to spoil it because it just came out this weekend. But listen, motherfuckers. If you ain't seen it by January, I'm spilling the beans. Spoiling. I'm 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 pouring it all out. Uh, I still have that movie club thing, so I haven't used it yet since... Go, I'd say go see it. Yeah, I want to see that... I'm also interested in the new Matrix, just because I love the Matrix. I don't know if this will be good or not. But. It looks good. and I, So it comes out this Wednesday um, on HBO. So I I will see that. And it was a weird thing, because it was like, do you go see it in the theater, or do you see it at home? And we were talking about it on Nerd Rage, and Bobby was like, go see Spider-Man in the theater. And Joe, who doesn't fuck with theaters, was like, he loves the Matrix, though. He goes, I'm going to go see The Matrix in the theater. I'll wait for Spider-Man to come out. And it's like, well, you can, see HB, you can see Matrix on HBO, son. But I get where he's coming from. He loves that, that franchise. He played the video games. He loved the animated shorts, uh, the Animatrix. He, he loves it all. So I get it. I'm going to definitely watch The Matrix on Wednesday when it comes out. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to see it. It looks good. At least one of the two soon. And yeah, I mean, I have this movie club. I haven't been using it, so I have a few passes, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, 
Matrix, I love the the first Matrix, one of the best storylines. Yeah. And I mean, just creativity mm-hmm. for sure. I, I didn't care for the the second one. Was I fine. watched it way later, like thinking at the time, like, oh, I'm not going to like this. I, I don't know what it was that turned me off from the previews. And then when I watched it, I was just completely blown away. <laughs> like the first one I loved. The second one was fine. The third one I could do without. And I think. I think that's kind of an overall consensus for the yeah, most part. Yeah, I mean, part, I kinda con- the first one explained what everything is is amazing. Then the second two are just... I, it's I an extension remember, of the world. But I feel like the second one was just setting up the third one. Yes, that's a fact. <laughs> so it was like just cliffhanger. Like nothing's resolved. And Sometimes like, there are movies where it's like they do a sequel. And I'm like, you kind of said all you need to say in the first one. Why do we need more? Uh, and that's what I felt like with The Matrix. But, I mean, you know, it does kind of flesh out the world a little bit more. But I think the big question for this fourth one is, is is it going to do anything more for the world? What are we getting? I, I think that's the thing with a lot of sequels, though, is because we got Scream 5 coming out the 14th of January also. So, you know, questions with that is like, does it add? Does it take away? Does it need to be made? We don't know. And that's that's the thing with any sequels. It's like we as the fans, it's like we keep going to these things, but then we complain about them. It's like, well, they keep making them because we keep going to them. Because for the producers, some of them, like the Hellraiser franchise, they, they got to a point with the Weinstein Corporation, they were just fucking making movies. And just putting Hellraiser on it. They didn't fucking care. They were just fucking making money off the name. Whereas, you know, you get something like Halloween. Also the same thing. They didn't really have a story. They were just like, just fucking keep making money. But then you get something like, you know, The Matrix. You got the first one. Okay, cool. That was good. You know, we got something here, though. We got more of a story. Let's go. It's like if you have a story that you are trying to tell and you need multiple movies to do it, like Avatar which I think that's coming out next fall. So we've been waiting kind of a long time. Like Blu-rays like came out when the first one came out. I was like, damn, dude, that's been a while. Blu-rays been around for a long time, son. Y'all just dropping that sequel. But James Cameron, he's a fucking lunatic too. So he's a lunatic that takes like tons of years to make a movie, but when he gives you that movie, it's going to be fucking great. But, um... But yeah, it's like sometimes you get someone that's making a movie. It's like they do need multiple movies to give you a story. And there's some people that are just making movies just to make fucking movies and make money. Um, one other movie I want to just lightly touch on since it's the season of giving. It's Christmas. I watched a movie called uh, Better Watch Out. It is, in fact, a Christmas movie. And another movie I don't want to spoil too much of because I was shocked <laughs> in the direction it went. Because the description tells you one thing, and they're not wrong. But they told you what was going to happen in a weird way. And they're like, basically, a babysitter is watching the kids, and she's uh, basically the house is assaulted by intruders. And she has to protect the kids. Or so she thinks. This fucking movie went in a weird direction. But it was so goddamn good. Let me just tell you, man. Fuck them kids. (laughs) So... Go check out Better Watch Out. It's on Peacock if you have that app or Shutter. Hit me up if you need the password. I'll be sharing that shit. Let's go. Um, but that's all I got for uh, 
fucking entertaining. I don't think I, I, I guess the board is clean. We're done. Yeah, I was gonna say I watched briefly the uh, what was it the, the movie Mark Wahlberg and the dads. Oh, stepdads. But the second oh, uh, uh, oh, daddy's home too. Yeah, with John Cena. That yeah, shit was that shit is funny. good. <laughs> like it's a cheesy cheese ball movie. But yeah, but it's good. It's yo. good for this time of year because it's kind of a Christmas type thing, and it's funsies. Yeah, I might watch that it was uh, when you leave. Very entertaining. <laughs> like the first one was funny. The second one, I didn't think the second one. I was like, dude, what can you do with a second one? They did it. They they yeah, it they funny. made it good. John Cena's hilarious. When he's singing at the end, that should have been done. Like and people, uh, people hate a, him. Like why? I don't get it. John Cena to me, I like him. He, He's charming. He seems like a good guy. Dude's fucking ripped. And yeah. Like unbelievably ripped. He he's charming. All right. What was your question? You have a favorite Christmas movie? Because I Home Alone. Briefly, yeah. Home Alone that's, played that's, right after that, by the way. Because it was on TV when I was watching. Yeah. Um, we watch Home Alone. We watch Home Alone kind of year round because Sophie loves it. I I love Home Alone, but then. I didn't think of it as a Christmas movie, but then it, it was some kind of commercial came on. It's like, oh yeah, I love this movie. It's planes, trains, and automobiles. I yeah. love that movie. <laughs> that that recently started coming up in the conversations. I was like, I mean, so Sarah and I were talking about what's a Christmas movie. We're like, is a Christmas movie something that's Christmas related, like Christmas? You know, I feel like it's a movie more so that it's played that time of year all the time. Well, so, no, so, because, I mean, The Wizard of Oz, when I was growing up, was played during Christmas, and that's not a Christmas movie. No, that one's not. But, it's got to be a little bit of both. So, Sarah's basically movies. talking about, like, like certain movies take place during Christmas, but it doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Like, Home Alone is, you know, one of my friends tried to argue with me that Home Alone, you know, isn't a Christmas movie as much as Die Hard is. I was like, well, I mean, he made a Christmas wish. He wished his family would fucking disappear. And they did. And there was Santa Claus. Yeah, there's a lot of Christmas themes in Home Alone to me. Yeah, I mean, that I would it, consider it Christmassy. Um, and then even like having a discussion about Die Hard, my friend, she says to me, um, I have, you know, proof that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Like, if you take away Christmas elements of that movie, it wouldn't work. And I was like, well, if you turn the Christmas party into a ball or a gala at any time of the year, no, that movie still works. So, you, you know, get the fuck out of here. You know who you are. Damn. Um, so, but ultimately, with when it comes to Christmas movies, to me, I don't really care when when the big arguments come down. It's like, look, if you want that to be a Christmas movie, it's a Christmas movie for you. You know, I like all the shit on Shutter that they have for you know our Christmas horror. Gremlins for whatever reason. For a long time, for years, on around Christmas and Thanksgiving, they would play White Man Can't Jump on TV. I don't know why. But me and Brett used to have a tradition where we'd watch that when we were kids. Because it would mm-hmm. be played on TV. Not a Christmas or Thanksgiving movie. but <laughs> I mean, you know. So for some reason, I associate it with that because it was always on during those times. I mean, you know, if that's if that's how you, you all celebrate, that's how you celebrate. I mean... I used to watch Juice around Christmas time for some odd Juice reason. Is a great movie. That it, movie needs to be revisited on here. It, it's far from a Christmas movie, but that's when I would watch it, and it was fucking weird. But we love it anyway. Um, hey, Tiger Woods kid is playing uh, uh, golf. Charlie yeah, Woods. I saw a little bit of it. And yeah, it's on. It's on the TV like, right there. Looking at his dad, when like he didn't do that great of a shot. Like, well, come on, man. <laughs> he was looking at his dad like. He was looking at his dad like, yo, you was banging that other chick. My mom is way hotter than that other chick. He was banging her. 
fuck he, you doing, son? His son looks like a beast from what I saw. Like, yeah. He was making all types of crazy shots. Oh, uh, his look, son look. was probably like disappointed. <laughs> he, looked at, he looked at his dad and was like, fucking pathetic. Um, but yeah, so I think oh. I think we might yeah, be good. we might be done here. I, I think we have to say Merry Christmas. Do we though? Well, no, we don't have to say anything. I mean, what if I do Kwanzaa? Because we we do Kwanzaa actually. Well, not here because Sarah's white. Yeah, we just say Happy Holidays. <laughs> but people be getting mad about that. Oh, yeah, you can't say that. Maybe people be just getting say emotional. Happy um week. Happy celebrate whatever the fuck you celebrate, yo. Like, look, Merry Christmas, happy, happy, uh, do you say happy or merry Kwanzaa? Happy Kwanzaa, happy Chanukah? Good Kwanzaa. <laughs> like, when people, just so you know, Kwanzaa, it doesn't have anything to do with Christmas or religion. You say, you it's about birthday, so I think it's um, happy Kwanzaa. celebrating the new harvest. So, because I had... Jehovah's Witness, I'm sorry. I had, oh, my cousins are... I remember they came down for Christmas. We were passing out gifts. <laughs> they they didn't get one. <laughs> we messed up. That, no, gifts. no, that was Sorry. by design. We knew, so we didn't. We on purpose didn't get them gifts. <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. Not for them. That shit was great for us though. Yeah, fuck them. What do you say to them? Happy Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> See you next year. <laughs> like fuck off. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, happy Chinese New Year. If anything, hopefully get some time off and, uh, I don't know, watch American History X and Spider-Man. Yeah, bitches. Drink um, some beer. Yeah, and, you know, also, uh, go leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. And, um, if y'all got any questions, concerns, you know, drop us a line over at, um, off the, not, damn, I was about to go off the mat style, uh, Colompton Social Club, um, most of our true listeners just shoot us text messages, though, so we appreciate y'all. Thank you. Um, otherwise, though, enjoy your holidays. Uh, be safe out there and, you know, have a blast. Stevie? Good soup. Bye, bitch. <laughs>